1: shaft
4: this holiday whether you're making a baker's simple truth turkey for 40 or a Murray's baked brie for two Baker's has fast fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last Baker's fresh for everyone free pickup on orders of 35 dollars or more restrictions may apply
0: get more ways to save at the buy five or more save one dollar each sale just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone. The Zooto Show Podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels, not the shaft. Online at NinjaBling.com. All right, let's hit it. Little listener
2: discretion is advised. Rizzuto.
5: Uh, Rizzuto. Rizzuto? Hey, good morning,
1: everybody. Hey, hey,
3: morning. Everybody. hey. Hello. 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 hey guys, in St. Louis. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's how you open a show, my friend. I'm right there.
2: Hello, <laughs> St. We Louis. can
6: do any more than that. We <laughs> might as well go. <laughs>
1: My, uh, my kids have a half day today for some reason. Because I guess that's Rockwood Schools. There you go. You uh, love
3: when your kids have a half day.
1: I love it. Uh, so my daughter goes, Dad, you have to go to work tomorrow. I said, Who else is going to wake up St. Louis? <laughs> Honey. Honey.
3: <laughs> is it an early start or a late start?
1: No, it's get
6: out
3: early. Uh, that's pretty sweet. So it's normal start, but get out early? Yeah. We had we had a couple days. I remember in grade school, like uh, it was it was primarily after the the teachers had parent teacher conferences, where we went in at like eleven. Huh. Yeah, I don't understand that they have one of these like half days every
1: month. I think that's uh, I think that switched out from like taking
6: days off because of uh, like teacher something with the teachers. I think that's why like teacher
1: conferences. I don't know if what it's are they teacher
6: conferences about? or what. I, I but I think the the late start thing with Rockwood changes something. I'm sorry, but what are they
1: conferencing about so often? They can't email. Got, ah. They got to get their highlighters
3: together. <laughs> the hole is it, punchers. Isn't
5: it parent parent teacher conferences?
3: No, 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 no. no. This, it, is this, this is like teacher something. meetings. Yeah, oh, teacher meetings. A lot of the times, it's they meet with like the Missouri school board, like a rep from the Missouri school board that says like, okay, hey, this year. We're going to do, we're, our big focus, long Don't division. we do that before the <laughs> Yeah, school but, I mean, year? you I, got knows? all
1: summer to figure it out, right? What <laughs> what I say. <laughs> hey, you not got all summer to figure this out. You're killing me. <laughs> now the kids are going to be home.
3: <laughs> How the hell am I going to nap?
6: <laughs> uh, we just had those parent-teacher meetings. What was it, last week, I guess it was? He don't know. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> I walked in and the school went on lockdown. They thought
1: it was an intruder or some, some
6: crap <laughs> going on. <laughs> Is this a drill?
1: <laughs> yeah, just wait till Eureka High School gets that facial recognition, Jeff. Oh, man. Daddy you going to parent-teacher conferences? Well, you know, I... Uh, I uh, meeting with the teacher in the parking <laughs> lot,
4: 500 yards away.
1: Yeah, we're meeting at the Panera. <laughs> Boy, how about some good news, guys? You guys want some good news before yeah, we get to the doom and gloom? Sure. Yeah. Because there'll be a little of that today, the little, little doom and gloom. Mm-hmm. Um... I was reading uh, Jumpin' Joe Holloman's uh, column in the Post-Dispatch. It's cool he's still doing that. Jumpin' Joe Holloman. <laughs> and uh, St. Louis earns good seat at best foodie city table.
3: Oh, wow. okay.
1: And I've been screaming about this for a while. Yeah. St. Louis has a great food scene.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: That's
1: crazy. They really do. What a couple people have, have really brought to the city. Gerard Kraft. A lot of great restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um, the barbecue scene here say, you is... Can't, yeah.
3: When you're talking about food in St. Louis, you can't leave out Mike Johnson.
1: Also Mike Emerson. Mike Emerson, Pappy's. too, yeah. I mean, the things... Pappy's was first. Pappy's, what, 10 years now, right?
2: Yeah. 10 mm-hmm. years
1: in business. And then Sugarfire and, and Bogart's, a lot of great places. Beastcraft now. Mm-hmm, yeah. On the, on the east side.
5: We had a lot of barbecue before it was... Hot and out there and marketed too. You know Phil's Barbecue down in Eureka, mm-hmm. Um, Super Smokers. I was just say don't you know, forget Super about the Super Smokers. smokers.
1: I, when I moved here, what fifteen years ago? I mean, it was Super Smokers had a, had a bunch of locations. Yeah, now they're down to one. Yeah, yeah just the they, one they, in Eureka. One in Eureka. Yeah, they yeah. grew too fast. But
3: yeah, that original barn location, Phil's, yeah, Phil's isn't is there no
5: more.
1: Yeah, it sucks. And then uh, Bandanas.
3: Yeah. Is Bandanas the St. Louis only?
5: No,
1: I think that. I mean, I, that's what I, I think they're right. based
4: out of here, but they're in Springfield. They're all over the... Yeah, kind of it's a regional,
1: regional. It's a regional, yeah. it's a regional thing. Yeah. But this is a great city for food. There are a lot of great restaurants. Great places. A lot of chefs that give a crap, too. A lot of chefs that give a crap.
3: And this is recent. This is since I've moved here. Yeah. Honestly.
4: And home to the healthiest
3: fast food place, Panera. Yep. First ever bandanas, 1996, in Arnold, Missouri. Hmm. Who knew? Huh.
1: So, and uh, Joe Holloman says in the column... Stop taking that Instagram food photo for a second and take note that St. Louis sat down to a respectable place among the best food cities in America. We finished at number 30 out of the 182 cities in the U.S., according to that website WalletHub. And when it came to the artistic side of the equation, accessibility, diversity, and quality, we finished even higher at number 23. And the category looked at restaurants per capita, restaurant diversity, growth of full-size restaurants, and rankings and reviews by various publications. It also took in such things as the number of food festivals, food trucks, cooking schools, healthy, fresh food options, farmer's markets, ice cream shops, craft breweries, and wine bars, coffee shops, and gourmet specialty food stores. You know what? That's another thing. Farmer's markets in the area. Oh, we all are. There are a lot. I mean, they're, they're the
6: three of us live in three different areas. Are the two out of the? You know, we have two d- very diverse areas that the five of us live in. We have a great one down the down the road from us. There's mm-hmm. the one downtown, and I bet out west there's at least there's, one or there's two. There's one right? in St.
5: Charles. You got the one in Kirkwood. There's one off of Old
1: State. It's it's a little one. Do they still
4: it's do the one fantastic.
1: at the uh, the brewery, the um, Schlafly Bottleworks? I do. People do.
3: Yeah. I think so. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of great food places, farmers markets, again our craft breweries, the brewery. We've got a good scene going on here. Yep. Yeah, you sure can't forget
4: Woofie's. best to... hot doggery in the world. <laughs> what? Woofies. Sorry. What is that?
5: It's like, like a, a hot County dog. place. Yeah, it's like a hot dog place. Is it legit? Yeah. Yeah. Woofies? Mm-hmm. You ever been there? It's, no, uh, it's tasty. Woodson and
1: Interesting Rogue? name yeah, for a for a Page. hot dog place. I know. I get. Mm. I get it's the an Woofies, Overland. You know? Okay. I get the Woofies. You know, it's yeah. a dog woof. Oh. But I don't <laughs> know if I really want anything so canine, like actual dog. Like I get the word dog, but you put <laughs> hot in front of it, it kind of takes the the dog animal out of it.
5: Well, it's not a shepherd as a logo or anything. It's like
6: a Chinese place called Meow or
2: something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, right, man. Right,
1: right. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> is
3: it still open? Um, it was very know. recently. Oh. You yelp it? Uh, I'm Right now I'm on uh, Zamato, which is the, the old Urban Spoon. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I mean, it looks like they, I mean, it's a Chicago-style dog place.
1: I'll just go to Steve's. There you go.
6: Yeah.
5: Is, is Phil's barbecue still open?
6: Like, see, look. I don't think so. Or oh, the one in Eureka closed. You like a, years a ago. Chicago
5: dog? No.
1: Like I on do. Afton. Not like yeah, that. That's, that's too much stuff.
6: Hey, that's a lot of stuff on that hot dog. Yeah, that one on Gravoy. I used to go to all the time. I don't know if Phil's? I had, yeah, Phil's.
3: Yeah. It was good. Phil's
6: Phil's Barbecue, huh? Yeah. yeah Phil's Barbecue was, was that, that place that you would get just a uh, uh, thing of meat with barbecue sauce on it and a piece of white bread, maybe some coleslaw.
3: According to their uh, to their website, they're still open. Yeah, I
5: don't think the Eureka one is. Though. No,
6: no, the Eureka no this one was the like, just has Broadway. the gravoy location. I've been in Eureka for over f- about fifteen years, and I think it closed right after I got there.
5: Okay, yeah, yeah, it was back. It was back in like '80s or '90s or whatever it was. You'd go to Six Flags, and then if you weren't through with Eureka by the time you were through with Six Flags, you went to Phil's Barbecue. Mm. It was on the auto road right there. Yeah, yeah, I like that Super Smokers though. Super Smokers is yeah. great. Little treat. Yeah, and, that was, uh, sad. It was said sad. It was sad when they. Uh, I mean, they started growing. You're like, yeah, this is going to yeah. be great, and the barbecue was the sauces thing. and schnooks and all this. And then, remember, they just up and shut the yeah. doors on like three or four locations of people yeah. that know what to do.
1: Was it growing too quick? That he, was
5: I think he he did something in the post uh, and and flat out said like, I, I messed up. I I grew too fast. I'm obviously paraphrasing um, and not quoting, but I think he said something like, grew too fast and, and mm-hmm. don't don't want to completely bomb it. So
3: we're we're back to yeah. The you know who else did that? Joyas. Remember when they opened up that location at Bush Stadium? That was one day, and they were like, "They were like, we can't do this. We're not well, going to continue was a, to do it. we will lose quality control." Well, that, thing. that's that's what I think. Super Smokers was too. They were saying like, "Well, Joy's was
1: a one day kind of like boy opening day. We were not anticipating this many people."
3: Yeah. Well, no, I I was reading online that he was saying that we will not be able to keep up with the with the with the uh, attendance at Bush Stadium, so we, we will can't not do this.
1: compromise
4: Damn. quality.
3: And that's what or happened with super, sm- super smokers, too. Yeah, Because I know super
4: smokers, they still compete nationally and all that. Yeah. Oh, they do? Yeah.
5: Yeah, they still do well. And the barn is still there. And ah. com-
6: speaking of competing, that's another thing. I bet in everybody's area, there's a, like, a yearly, really cool, big-ass barbecue competition, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. too. You know?
5: Yeah.
6: I know there's
1: one by us. I'm sure there's one out by you guys, too. Yeah, we got a good food scene here. Yeah. So we could hang our hat on that. We got a good crime scene here as well. I we mean, got one of the oh, best. Yeah, <laughs> no, really good but crime scene. But more good news, and maybe coincidence that this list comes out. We're number thirty, and now they're talking MLS team.
3: Yeah, check that out.
1: <laughs> Probably, <laughs> <laughs> most likely, yes. Yeah, for sure. Yes, there was a big announcement yesterday. So I guess now the ownership group who is behind this. What's the new? Uh, what's the new initiative?
3: It's MLS for the Lou. What was the old one? MLS, MLS to S T L. No, it's oh. MLS to S T L. Oh yeah, to S T L. Okay, and now, so now it's MLS out. for the Lou.
6: Then next would be MLS. What the hell?
5: <laughs> We're still here. So now my S O L MLS S O
2: L.
1: So now my hashtag MLS. 2SGL <laughs> tattoo is irrelevant. Yeah. Damn it.
3: Yeah. Mm. You, you, you're lost there. Sorry. Right, man. The, and Damn make it.
5: sure you don't put L O O because that's a completely that different
3: thing. Different. Oh, I got something different on the Lou together. by the
1: way. I'll get to it in a second. <laughs> I thought we left the disgusting habits downtown. I guess not. <laughs> But anyway, so who's this new group?
3: So it's uh it's the family from Enterprise, the uh, Taylor Owners. family, and uh, Jim Cavanaugh from Worldwide Technology, who was involved in was MLS involved to in the STL. Uh, mm-hmm. they have a- an ownership group that really looks like this thing. I mean, I know people said this the last time it came out, but like this really truly does look like it's got a shot here. And one of the main reasons I is I heard that last time is yeah. that it it is overwhelmingly privately funded. Mm-hmm. There is well, no the city tax time, investment required at the all. The
1: killer last time was uh, it was put to a vote. Yes. And when anybody sees any kind of tax increase, they go, oh, 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 oh. Yep. What? Three cents? Uh-huh. Nope. Uh-uh. And there's, tax and increase. Uh-uh.
3: They're still talking stadium down at Union Station. They're talking uh, same place. $250 million investment on that. And the MLS pretty much came out and said, like, they met with the ownership group and if this, if what they say if what they say their plan is, is actually the plan, mm. we'll
1: have the stadium built and a team by December. Nice. Tw- Sweet. 2022, yeah.
3: it's a strong oh, possibility. 2022.
2: 2022.
3: Well, I mean, if we even would have got, got approved this year, <laughs> it would have been 2020. I'll be watching from the club seats in the Sky. The the <laughs> <sucker country>. <laughs> <laughs> that is the definition of a luxury box. Every day's a blessing, is right, Jeff? Yes, you got it.
5: How funny is it that, that most of us are. Uh,
3: Best uh, seats in the house. Uh, <laughs> an
5: age where somebody says that and you instantly go, how old be, uh, what will I be interested in then?
1: Well, when's the first expansion for MLS?
3: 2020.
1: 2020, and that's Nashville got a team, right?
3: Yeah, and I think uh, the other city did too. Uh,
1: is it Festus? Yeah, Festus
6: got <laughs> one already. Didn't
3: Cleveland or something like that get a team? Yeah, Davenport, Ohio uh, or <laughs> Iowa is going in. Uh-huh. Peevely's got one coming. Uh-huh. Right? Should be great. Yeah, you know how much money it would bring to the city though?
1: At least ten bucks.
6: <laughs> According
3: to Mayor's Snooze Button, 1.5 million. That's what she says annually. 1.5 million? It? That's it. That's what she said. She said the sport would bring 1.5 million to the city annually through sales tax revenue. Oh yeah, just tax. Oh, rate. just sales tax. Okay. Not like not like like retail and all that stuff, just through the sales tax. I was revenue. about to say that does not seem like a lot. No, no. <laughs> this whole team brings us $100,000 a year. Yeah, I mean, is it worth it?
1: <laughs> Look guys, now we got a Metrolink going north and south. Yeah. And sweet. now it looks like we may have an MLS team in 2022. Sorry, Jeff.
4: Looks like the
0: voters
3: knew what they were doing.
1: Uh-huh. Yes. This was a, the long play.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Knew. yeah they, the advocates are now going like this. They're going, told
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> Here it is.
1: No, with all due respect, it was, uh, it, was, it, was, it was said like, hey, this is not a dead deal. And we were told that from the beginning. Yeah. By all the insiders. Like, hey, this is not a dead deal. Like it may have been voted down,
3: and that first part was rejected, but this is not a done deal. You know who's a big who's a big backer of all this is Mike Parsons. Like he's he's a big backer, like the he's, governor. Yeah, he sent the uh, economic development department to to sit down with MLS and go, "How can we do this?" Well, great.
1: So, yeah, and as I've said in the past, that Clark Street. Starting now with the stadium, with this new soccer stadium. Gosh. I'm going to call it Sports Street. And then yeah. you have Enterprise Center, and then it ends at, at Ballpark Village and Bush Stadium. Yeah. That is excellent. That is pretty sweet. Incredible. And we got the aquarium going in at Union Station with the Ferris wheel
3: and the, and the, the candy lights. shops and the lights. There, I mean, Union Station could become a thing. Yeah. like it, Like it once was. This, this w- is great this, news. This will do that. This is, gr- this is great news.
5: I think the Union Station thing is, was going to be a strange anomaly that wasn't what they wanted it to be unless they put a stadium next to it. This is great. I think this is wonderful news.
4: Yeah.
1: Good job, everybody. Thank you. So what has to happen here?
3: Uh, they pretty much have to come up with the plan and say, "Hey, how are you going to privately fund this?" Okay, like, so it, we don't have to
6: leave it up to voting anymore. No, this no. I mean, wow, I mean, nice. this
3: this says like the team would be major, uh, majorly female owned, and and the overwhelmingly uh, funding would come privately with no tax increment financing or city tax investment required. Hmm. So I mean, that is that basically to me says that they are going to use their own money. And they just have to follow through with the plan. How much money do you have to invest to be considered a backer? Um, fifteen bucks, I think. Okay, good. I want my name on
4: that list. I put fifteen <laughs> in that. I'll take two. I got a
1: thirty. Yeah, if spot they're doing sponsored me. bricks out front, count yeah, me in yeah. for one. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah,
1: and, and count th- me in for one. Not prime location, but no, I'll no. take one. No, the one in a thing, corner.
3: the one thing that they did say, <laughs> the one thing that the group said, which I love, is they said that we believe that it is important to this time be upfront and as specific as possible on what our proposal is. Because remember, last time everybody was like, wait, "Wait, wait, time out." So you want to do this, but we got to do this, and we got to do this. Well, now they're like, "Hey, this is how we're doing this." Boop. Everything's yeah, out of the the other same way, way. was so
1: convoluted. It was so convoluted and. And, uh, you know, leaving any kind of tax increase to the voters, you know, it's, yeah, it's uh, Yeah, you better have a good game plan to get the word yeah. out the correct way and make sure everybody knows Well, remember, everything. it was the one thing had to pass, and then if that passed, then they'll consider the other plan. And I, that's got to be voted. That's got
3: to be voted on. Well, my, my favorite thing is when people said, well, if this one passes, for sure. This will pass. And then the one passed, everybody's like, hey man, the other one did pass? What the hell happened? <laughs> well, then it was complicated. What just happened?
1: Like, All right, so if I want the soccer stadium, I got to vote no on A, but yes on B, or is it no on B and yes on A? And you got to vote. And you got to my left foot scissors. in the air when I vote. Well, you got go to go on scissors. C. <laughs> All right, good. That's great news. Some great bitch, news. a bunch of women owning a soccer team. I ain't voting on that. Another thing <laughs> I want to point out. You can hear that, right? Moon. Yeah. Oh, this would be the oh. first female-owned MLS team.
3: Yeah, the, the majority- Majority female-owned
6: yeah. MLS team. So what's the majority female-owned MLS team's name
3: going to be? Oh, don't even start with that.
2: I don't know if I don't even seen,
1: want to speculate. I don't, Jeff. I don't, I don't I know don't if either. you've seen
3: the whole thing that's going up in Seattle right now. They don't even have an expansion team yet, and they're doing the whole naming thing. And like, I thought they already have a team. We, <laughs> we yeah, what sport are you talking I'm, about? I'm talking about hockey. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm talking about hockey.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and,
3: and they're talking about team names and like, the, some newspaper did like a, and they even said this is a very unofficial poll, and the winner was sockeyes. Oh, that's dumb. And like people Sonics. went Berserk. Bers- I mean, berserk, dude. They were like, I don't even want a team if you're calling it the Sockeyes.
1: Damn. That is a dumb realize. name.
3: Call it the
5: supersonics and match the basketball team. Yeah, you know what I mean? teams, yeah. No.
3: The sock eyes. Yeah. That yeah, apparently really was that's number one. S- apparently that's some fish. Yeah. Well, it's a well, Sockeye yeah, it salmon.
5: Yeah.
1: I, I, I don't they're, know. They're, that is a dumb name. They're, they're fighting
3: the dumb. crappies. <laughs> that is a <laughs> stupid stupid name. It was crappie too. It was like <laughs> what the hell was it? Oh. It was Timmy McTeamerson. It was Sockeyes or totems. Totems. Yeah.
6: I should take that team away from them just because of that. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
3: we saw your guys that that unofficial poll in the Seattle Times. You guys are out. Kansas now. City, you're in. Go. Are they getting a team for sure? Uh, the, I mean, it's it's pretty much all but official. I mean, they they have said for years now uh, that they're getting it, but
5: it wouldn't be bad if it was the Sonics. Keep with that green and moon. gold.
3: You got to stop with the Sonics. Well,
5: but, well, I'm Never being forget. serious this time.
1: Never forget. Fist in the air. Never forget. What are we not forgetting? The Seattle Supersonics. Oh, Moon's okay. favorite basketball. Oh, I team. know. I didn't that's, know we had that's forgotten. now somewhere else. <laughs> Sean Kemp, right? Never Sean forget Sean Kemp, yeah. Kamikaze, Payton, Steve oh, Yeah.
5: Size so 10, ten and a half.
1: Never forget. Oh, I do want to bring up a piece of business. Uh first of all, uh today on the show, Ryan O'Reilly. He is our new, our new Blues insider. That's right, Ryan O'Reilly. Oh,
0: oh, yes. Nice. <laughs> and the that's fan him.
1: of David Lee Rock. See, I'll be on at uh, 9 o'clock. Excited to talk to him for the first time. Uh, Also, I uh, received word we have to have a new RizFest shirt. Remember that first shirt? Was it last year or the year
3: before? It was last year.
1: Last year. It was a RizFest 1976. Something like that, yeah. Or 73. 74. 74. (laughs)
3: 74. It was a RizFest shirt. I remember that. It was a good
1: year. And it had our, our, our fake band names on the back. Including Greek Fire, which is hilarious. That is the yeah. funniest one.
3: It was like machine gun wieners and then
5: Greek fire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> People still ask me about that. Like, wait a second, was this real? Machine gun wieners, were they good dudes? You should just
6: be like, oh, they were awesome, man.
1: They were they kept taking shooters. our beer. I did did the fart jars not
5: headline that?
1: <laughs> they <laughs> closed the side jars. stage. So we need to have a new a new shirt and we need to have the design and the bands, I believe by end of day today. <laughs> no problem. Which, I'm not sure, when do they want these shirts out there? And by the way, that was, I believe, our best-selling shirt ever.
3: Yeah, I think, wow. and, and I don't know if I'm, if I'm, if this is a spoiler or not, but I think they want to try and sell them at Eaton Drive. Oh, okay. Oh, sweet. So really? I think that's why they want it now. Okay. I, that's a, that's the I rumblings assume, that I heard.
1: Hmm. So we need to have the list. Yeah, that would make sense. We had a very extensive list of of old band names. Oh, mm-hmm. Hundreds.
5: But we, well, it wasn't hundreds, but we, uh, we did use twenty of them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean a good, a good portion of them.
1: Huh. So we need to have the list narrowed down.
5: But there's been a lot more that have.
1: Have you been writing them down?
5: Uh, we, we Scott, this morning just, just went through some of the titles of our podcast and some different things and old. Oh well, do you have the old list? No, the old list is, is gone. But I'm, I'm digging it. Where's the old list? A... It's a long story, and I'll tell you off air.
1: The old list is gone. Well, there like was some I said, gold on there.
5: Well, most of the gold was used for that shirt, and the other stuff is is well up here. We have we have a good list. Plus, a lot of those bands broke up anyway. So. <laughs> now I we heard the fart jars, dude. Mm-hmm. People in a
3: python might be uh, might be my favorite.
1: <laughs> People in a python.
3: <laughs> are these all, are These are, are these all old podcast titles? Yeah, uh, well, was on Can them. I run through these real quick, Riz? The ones that that Scott pulled?
1: All right. I, I, All right here's, <clears throat> it's
3: a quick list. Ready? Here we go.
1: I will star the good ones.
3: Okay. <laughs> here we go. Milky Legs. <laughs> That's, <a> great... <laughs> 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 Hold on. That's one of like 15 <laughs> here Star start. I like it. <laughs> uh, beer to Men. My Previous Past. Silly Fist. Lagoon Silly of fist Silly, Silly Fist. fist. <laughs> 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 Lagoon of Pigs. Violent Fruit, The Noodle, The Highway Hero, Blending Cats. (laughs) That's a good one. Carl and the Wake Line Cutters. Oh, that's a good one. (laughs) Carl and the Wake Line Cutters. What would. That's you. Yeah. You cut the line at a wake. Yes. Carl and the Wake. Wow. Okay, yeah, okay. I, I added Carl to it. I added Carl. The a, avocado. Uh, that's a
6: Brian Setzer. Uh, <laughs> tribute <laughs> tri- <project>. tri- <laughs> band. Yeah. The avocado
3: spread. Yeah, they're a jam band. I like this one too. This is this is you penning a letter to somebody, dearest blank. Kid on a leash. Oh, the shower buddies. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's a good. One.
3: Parasailing bulge. People in a python. And Taze Kids. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) These are good. Thank you. These are good. Oh yeah, that, I think it was on the the old school Rizfest shirt. I'll have to go back and look. <laughs> Remember the band? Very helmety. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. That was my <laughs> side project. That was my side project. Uh, right? Was that on the old shirt? I'm, I'm trying I don't to think so. I think it was uh,
1: 1974.
5: Now uh, here's nowadays. one that I wrote down a, a, a few weeks ago: gangrenous genitals. Oh.
1: Mm. <laughs> but do we want genitals on the back no, of the shirt? No, I and mean,
5: that's what I'm saying. The, a lot of those ones that we had on the list were gold, but could not. We can't put them on the shirt. All right, here we go. Shirt.
1: Here, here's like mm-hmm. I almost regret putting the fart jars on that first shirt well, Dude, that's not only there, did that's put the I'm
3: f- telling you, that ma- that old master list means nothing. Not only did you put the fart jars on there, or did we put it on there? It was the very first band listed. Yeah. Here's, what that's like on, the here's what was on uh, RizFest 73, <laughs> the by the way. 73. Okay, RizFest right right 73 before. was the I fart was, of
1: course, right the first time.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> 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 it's the You Better Bring It World Tour, the fart jars, Steve Perry's mullet, oh. <laughs> <laughs> machine gun wieners, the inner side boobs, lines with Lindsay, tainted sample, Lamb Hole. <laughs> Mr. Cheeto and the Knuckle Dusters. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> they played forever. We almost had to cut their power. Oh, <laughs> <was so> good. <laughs> Greek Fire. Mm. Just Enough Jeff. Bye, Kevin. Blood on the Bounce House. Seven-figure <laughs> screw job. After Death Bowel Movement. Very Helmety. And Messed Up Maniacs. So Very Helmety was on there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mr. Cheeto and the Knuckle Dusters. I also so like solid. Lamb Hole. Like. <laughs> I think we should put our
1: bands on there for the new shirt and just have Limp Biscuit as one of the bands.
3: Yep. Oh, I'm
1: in. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're well on our way to uh, to a new t shirt. We have to have all the bands in. I think I heard end of a end of a business today.
3: Let's see how many bands day. was on this was <laughs> 13. The, there's like fourteen bands.
5: There's already. some so. suggestions coming over already, and tackling Jesus is probably, <laughs> 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 probably one of the greatest things I've ever heard. <laughs>
3: Write that down. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> tackling Jesus. Oh man. Uh, nudist potluck? That's a good one too. Ooh, that was that was the yes. other day. Oh, nudist
1: potluck, yeah. yeah. That's a good one. All right, good. Great. All right, I feel better now. When you said the list was gone, I my I my stomach flipped. I don't remember what was on there. But of course we did use the good ones, you know, our, yeah. our favorite ones for the first for the first shirt. So what's this tour going to be called? We got to figure that out.
6: Yeah.
3: Maybe a reunion. Well, it's uh it's the abnormally thick jeans tour. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It'd just be just
1: thick jeans. <laughs> that's a good bad name. Thick jeans. Thick jeans. Thick
3: thick
5: there you go. There it is. Timmy and the thick jeans. I think you just go thick jeans. jeans. <laughs> yeah, just thick just jeans. Just
1: thick jeans. And it's two jeans. Do you want to spell J E A N S or G E N E S?
2: Oh, boy. Oh, no. Man.
6: Oh. Get out of here. <laughs> that's a, you know what? That's a name that
1: begs a change of venue. I'm just saying. All right, today's uh, Team Riz member of the day brought to you by Mattress Direct is Karen Shanks from Belleville, hey, Illinois. Hey,
6: oh, hey, Karen Shanks. Hey. Belleville's own. Yeah.
1: The, uh, the Shanks of Belleville. Yeah. Her last name's a verb. Uh, Karen's fiance introduced her to the Riz show two years ago, and she never misses the show uh, sh- uh, since she uh, uh, listens via podcast.
5: Yeah, her, sen- her, her name is a sentence.
1: Yeah. Karen Shanks. Karen Shanks, Yeah. <laughs> She tries to tell as many people about the show as she can and would be honored to wear the jersey. Well, Karen, you got it. That Team Riz member of the soccer jersey is coming your way. Get yourself signed up, 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Socials at RIZZ show. Your emails, Riz Show at 1057thpoint.com. I actually just got an email from a teacher talking about the half day for the kids. There seem to be. I I don't remember having this many half days when I was a kid. Yeah. Or days off. I had a lot of half days, but they were self prescribed. Right. You know. My kids seem to have a half day a lot. I think maybe once a month. Yeah. Once every other month. Imagine, I'd imagine it messes with a lot of, uh, you know, parents' It's sk- a pain in the
6: ass schedules, if you will. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Absolutely is. Thank God we got a schedule where it's okay. Right. But I'm sure it inconveniences a lot of parents. Well, and the, apparently the teachers don't like it either because this is a kindergarten teacher in the area says they're not
6: thrilled about it either. They're required by DESE to meet once a month to discuss student data and progress and lack of progress takes away our effective uh, instructional time, and half days are a behavioral hot mess. So we are, are required to collaborate and do it with a smile on our faces. Okay. Not a, not a huge fan, although this, uh, this teacher is a huge fan of this program. Well, so, thank you. Yeah.
5: You know, it's pretty, uh pretty common story here. The teachers getting burned out, and you talk to them, and you're like, wait a second. You're telling me you got burned out, but it's not from the kids. It's from always, the rules. It's always from administration or curriculum forced upon them red tape or, or, and rules. Yeah, yeah, and and I get that. You gotta have that. You gotta have all these standards and outlines and things like that. But what
1: uh, like the teachers teach?
5: Yeah, I was the son of, I am the son of two teachers and lots of teachers in the family, and the ones that love it are with uh, staff that they love, and the ones that don't are with administrators aren't teachers that they hate. <laughs> yeah. They, well, I mean, no, I mean, some of them stuck it out, mm. but. Uh, I, I know somebody that that was career teacher and just just quit. He couldn't take it anymore.
1: Hmm. All right, let's get to uh, some of uh, the other emails, Jeff. What do we
5: got?
6: Uh, this is uh, hey guys, just listen to the podcast. I thought I would give some extra details. This is about the guy who emailed in and said that his girlfriend's crazy. The young couple started oh, together okay. when they were they, thirteen. They were, they were, they were, they were yeah, twenty-two. They got now. together
1: when they were what in eighth grade. 13. They're still together now. It's it's they're, they're I think around twenty-two years old now. Correct. He goes to uh, hang out with his buddies every Monday. They went to Hot Shots in Wentzville last Monday. Right. And she gave him a ton of crap for just going. And apparently that's every single week that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everywhere he goes and every week when he goes out with his buddies, she And, and it was the comment of like, oh, yeah, go ahead, look at those chicks. Mm-hmm. Some kind of guilt. And he can't relax. I'm, sa- I'm saying just, he got to, I don't think it's going to change If it's been going on this long, I don't think it's going to change.
6: Yeah, and he says here that you're pretty much spot on on that. He says uh, a lot of her life revolves
1: around what I do. And that's what I said. I said she got nothing going on. Yeah. Like her going on, like this is what she does. Mm -hmm. She focuses on what he does. And if it's not involving her because she got nothing else going on, she gives him crap Mm -hmm. and makes him feel
6: guilty about it. He says he's always been in sports, and when he's lucky enough to, he was lucky enough to play in college a little bit, uh, he knew a lot more people on his campus than she did at her school. He always went out of his way to make sure, sure that she was involved. You know, hey, come over to my house, or I'll go over to your house, that sort of thing. Uh, and then there was um, there was a time when the, the team would travel, and then the team would travel with the girls' team as well. So she obviously flipped out on that. The whole weekend I'd be gone, he says, I would receive text messages about, why don't you just go F them? And I'm effing stupid it, because I don't because, understand her feelings. Because this and,
1: girl is terribly insecure. Yeah.
5: Yeah, it does not like she's insecure. And I do say that, that you can grow and you can change.
1: After this long?
5: Wait, dude, she's only twenty two. Yeah, but it's been
1: going on like that since for <laughs> nine years.
5: Like, yeah, but that doesn't count. Eighth grade. Nothing you do in eighth behavior grade. Behavior is counts. behavior. I understand that. But I mean 22... Nine years of it. Uh, either way man. I mean you can say behavior is behavior from 0 to 9 and you're not going to count the It's the... tough
1: to break old habits. No right. I don't care how old you are.
5: Uh yeah, but I am name me a 22 year old that you know that isn't secure uh, But it's been going on for somewhere.
1: I don't care what, how old you are. Yeah, I get that. How how you shuffle. I get those that. Nine and years. I think it's
5: going to take um uh, time, maturity and some big instances in her life to probably get yeah, over that. But I'm do I'm thinking this is just this do, is doomed. Do remember we're only getting one side of the story, you know what I mean, and I and I'm sure he respects that 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 uh, approach to this I've as heard,
1: well. I've heard this story before; well, we've yeah, all heard this of course story we before, all are.
5: and sometimes they're spot on, accurate, and he's depicting.
1: I've only got the one side. <laughs> You're right; I've only the got truth. the one side, but this is the side I. I'm getting so. Well, he opens up a little
6: bit more about himself in this particular email. He says, to Moon's point, you have to remember that she is also all I've known because they've been together for so long. I don't feel like there's anybody out there from me as well. I'm a mixture of Riz and Patrico. I don't like confrontation. And I'd rather stay at home most of the time, but I do like to go out and hang out with my friends, mm-hmm. suffer from anxiety a bit. Uh, it's one of the biggest triggers that he has, this situation is. Basically, the bottom line is he's afraid to walk away because it would hurt her and her family so, so much.
5: It sounds like he does care about her. And if he cares about her then and it's worth
3: it, then mm. try to help her with I her don't, insecurity. Nah, I mean it sounds her. like
1: he wants out and he's afraid to get out. That's what it sounds like to nah, me. No,
3: because I don't, think he would be, I don't think he would have stuck around for this long if yeah, he did I, not
1: care I, for her. Nah, I agree. I, he, he said he's afraid of confrontation, and he's gotten in so deep.
3: Yeah, that's tough.
1: And it's a tough, it's a tough to break away from it. I think he, he's writing us. He wants, this guy wants out, but he's, he's, he's too much of a puss to do it. He On, even says, honestly, he goes, I feel like is.
6: fixing all of this is my only option sometimes. I know I should leave. I get that. The hard part is actually
1: doing it because right. I can't get myself to actually say it out loud. It's, you got to sack up and do it. That's, yeah. that's what, it, that's
3: what it comes down to. Yeah.
5: And I would probably lean towards I, that being the best option and, here.
3: But. And, I, and I also think it's very easy for us to say that yeah it's yeah, very easy for us to say that.
1: of course, it's easy to say it's it's easy for anybody to say and, and as 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 an observer to do something, but this is you got to sack up and you got to get the hell out of there.
4: I think the best advice is just the ghoster <laughs> <laughs> after
5: nine years. yeah just there, just this reminded me text.
4: this this email, and th- there's
1: a picture from last year that's going viral. It's going viral again. so this this first came out last year and now it's going again viral. It shows a woman's 22 rules for her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So she posted the rules for her boyfriend, and there are 22 of them. I'll, I'll just I'll just read some of these rules. You are not to have a single girl's phone number. Okay. You are not, and underline not, you are not to follow them on any social media, including Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter.
5: <laughs> I'm sorry, um... I have to unfollow you, and I got. I know you're my sister, but you're single, and I can't have your number or follow you on Twitter.
1: You are not to hang out with Keegan, <laughs> including guy. his house or anywhere in public. I'm assuming that's one of this guy's friends. <laughs> and So this is the list of, of from from a woman who has a boyfriend. So this is the list of rules for him. Can you can you imagine? Can you imagine your significant other giving you a list of rules, and you go, okay. Can you imagine?
5: You're breaking up with me, Kevin? You me. are. Can you at least tell me why? Yeah. Rule 7, 11, and 13.
1: You are not to hang out with your friends more than two times a week. You are not to look at a single girl. If girls come up to you at any place or any time, you are to walk away. <laughs> you are not to ask for naughty naughty is what. Basically, you're not, a, you're not to ask for sex. You are not to get mad at me about a single thing ever again. <laughs> you are not to bring up Tyler, Noah, Devin, or Josh ever again.
4: Those guys. Josh is. That's a her ex: ex is- Josh is a douche. Yeah.
1: You are not allowed to drink unless I am with you. I am allowed to do a phone check whenever I please. If we move in together, there are to never ever be girls at our house. Well, then she's got to move out. If we move in together, your friends will rarely be allowed over. If I catch you around girls, I kill you. (laughs) You are not to ditch me for your friends. Austin does not control when I hang out with you. We are to go on a legit date once every two weeks at least. If I say jump you say how high princess. Can you imagine? This is not real. Listen, look at this.
3: I see the list, but it look, ain't real. Look at this. <laughs> it ain't real. If you believe this is real then <laughs> he basically, it's, it's, it's something I'd sad. like to craft a, a list back to her. I believe this is real. I don't.
1: I believe all. there are guys that go, "Okay, you're pretty." No.
5: He basically she's pretty? he basically has to pretend that 48.9% of the planet doesn't exist.
1: You are to never take longer than 10 minutes to text me back. Boy, I mean,
6: how—I don't think I'd get past—what was, was the first one? The first one was something, something about don't follow
1: females on social media. You are, not a, you are not to follow any on social media. I, I, I don't think I'd get past the first one. I'd be like, this isn't going to work out. You are to make sure you tell me you love me once a day at least so I know you're not messing around.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, but that, <laughs> this is so stupid. That's proof.
4: I think her resume for working for the prison system is going to get her hired very quickly. <laughs> and Jeff, speaking of not following— Gals on social media, I think yours would say, "Don't follow them in your car." <laughs>
1: don't
2: follow. You are not to follow any girls
1: females. in your car. <laughs> Period. Why do you think that's real? That's fe- that's a sounds. It sounds feasible. No way.
3: When I say when I say jump, you say how high, princess? Get the hell out of here! You don't think any girl would write this list for a guy? Not being serious, no. Mm. Well,
4: I did read someone's someone's comment, and they said that this guy might. Have had an affair or something like that, and this was her only like way to get him back. For this, yeah, yeah.
1: possibly that—that yeah. that could be. I could see somebody writing this. So he's constantly under her thumb. Who wears the pants in this relationship? Me. And here are my rules: you had to laminate these and keep these in your wallet at all times.
6: Next. Uh, Howdy ho. This is what this says. This is from uh, Billy. Yesterday you were (laughs) talking about about vegan foods and Olive Garden breadsticks made the list. Isn't bread made from yeast, which is a living organism that moves and eats? Yes,
1: we we talked about this yesterday. It was just a list of uh, things you wouldn't think are vegan but are, and Olive Garden breadsticks are on that list. And I looked it up in addition to saying it yesterday because you made made me question what I read yesterday. And this is on PETA's website. From PETA's website, all right. The best things in life are free and vegan, case in point olive gardens, breadsticks. The garlic topping is made with soy, not dairy foods. So, yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure about the yeast thing. Uh, is yeast vegan? I don't know.
5: it's well, probably a fight for the for the minutiae in, in, in that whole argument. I mean, uh, this is PETA's, the PETA's website. Before you even get to yeast, the uh the, the things that are on the list as far as uh, vegan cheating really is like a honey, you know? Like uh, a guy I just met was telling me, like, there's a lot of vegans that are still okay with honey, and they're called vegans. Uh, so I would think that that's probably a little bit more of an argument before you get to yeast. But
6: Yeast is a single-cell organism that's classified as a fungus, which makes it 100% vegan-friendly.
5: Well, there you go. All
6: right, all right. All right. well, there you go. Yeah. Yep. What was the other questions? Any other thing? I think that was pretty much it. But uh, he went on to say also the whole plant thing, just because you can't hear them, uh, it doesn't mean that they're not screaming when you cut them
1: down. (laughs) That's actually L. Ron Hubbard, the Scientology guy. He did an experiment on uh, can a tomato, well, can you hear a tomato scream when you cut it? And there are photos of him working on these tomatoes. Got them hooked up to all kinds of meters.
5: Writing that down, the screaming Tomatoes.
1: The screaming that's a, Tomatoes. That's, that's got to be a bad name already. Screaming, screaming Tomatoes. Screaming There's
6: a Screaming Trees. I know that. Or at least was. Next. Uh, this is uh, Lauren. Hey, guys. Was listening to the podcast yesterday. Heard you talking about schools being evacuated. I went to Hazelwood West. Graduated in 08. Uh, we were on our way to school one morning. The bus driver got a call to turn around and take us back home because there was a bomb threat painted on the front sidewalk uh, the, of the, the building.
1: This has to do with uh, the Peveley schools being evacuated on Monday. It was Peavely Elementary mm-hmm. because there was a... Uh, a suspicious package found.
5: In the park next door. I guess door. in the
1: park next door. And they took the kids to Herculaneum High School. And somebody asked, hey, do they tell the kids what's going on? I said, "They would. you can't tell em- elementary school kids that a, there's a bomb threat. Would they go to Herculaneum High School and have a pizza party? Mm-hmm. Oh, we're going for a pizza party yeah. at the high school. That's all
6: you That's need all to That's all do you care. need to know.
2: Yep.
1: Uh, so they ended up taking
6: us uh, to school anyway, putting us all on the bleachers at the football field and having us uh, picked up by our parents later. Would you rather your kids uh, s- uh, stay at the school on the bleachers with a bomb threat or would you rather have them buses turn around and take them back
1: home? I'm telling you, nowadays, the school alerts parents for everything and they do it with text messages and phone calls and emails.
5: Yeah, and you can't just have the buses them back. You can't just drop a third grader off. The home, the house is empty.
1: Well, they i mean, they will—they will tell parents like, "Hey, we're dropping your kids back off. You better be ready."
5: Yeah. Well, I'm just responding to their, their last sentence there, the last question.
1: And you can't just turn. I can't just turn around yeah. this procedure. But they let you know about every little thing in every way. So if you don't get the messages, uh, there's something wrong, and you yeah. got to be completely off the grid. With the cell, with the cell phones and the and the Mm -hmm. emails, next.
6: Uh, Hey, this is from Sarah. Hey, guys, I heard on the show last week that Moon may be interested in taking the uh, taking that flight when the uh, when the air show comes to town. Oh, this If you guys want to do this Mm -hmm. or not? But the original email said that you have to be under six foot and under one hundred and eighty pounds. So I'm in. You're in. Uh, found out the flight will be at 8 a.m. on Friday. There's uh, lots of opportunity for video. Uh, you can even have an area to set up if you want to, if we uh, would want to broadcast. Obviously, it's a little late for that, but we can be out there as early as you need, and there's a phone number if you want to get hooked up with Yeah, if you want to
1: do it,
5: man. Friday, go ahead. Yeah, if, if schedule will allow me. Nine nine o'clock has got to be there. Eight o'clock.
1: I think eight o'clock. Eight o'clock yeah.
5: God, man, if you want to, yeah. do
1: it could be a once in a lifetime opportunity. Yeah. I'm well, gonna... wait. This
6: says eight o'clock Central Time. So what would that be? Is that eight o'clock Central? Time. Okay. You got it, Jeff. I didn't know if I moved. Yeah.
5: I'm gonna re- I'm gonna reach out if I can uh, if I. I can just check your work. schedule and you're good.
2: Right.
1: <laughs> right. you did. Good luck, man. You know there were there was a couple of years ago I was invited to uh, do a parachute uh, jump with the paracommandos, and did I want to do it? Not really, <laughs> but I felt like it was something that I should not pass up. It was an honor to be even invited yeah, with, this be elite, cool. with this elite, with this elite jumping unit, SEALs and 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 uh, uh, Rangers. Wow, that's cool. Another, you know, other special forces guys, best of the best, the paracommandos. They were at Scott Sk- 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 Air Force Base, and they invited me. So I said, even though I don't really want to do it, it's it's a once in a lifetime thing. I'm gonna do it, and that's- I wind up, I wind up, you know. In, Somewhat enjoying the experience.
3: I had the, yeah. the only person that I, that I know that would go skydiving that say that they would somewhat enjoy it. Everybody I've talked to, they're like, I didn't want to do it at all. No way. Hell no. And then they hit the ground. They're like, that was one of the greatest things ever. I loved every second of it. Like, I didn't love every... I'll be honest. I'll be honest.
5: <laughs> were, you, were you, I mean, were you freaking out at one moment?
1: Uh, I told the guy, and this is an Army Ranger I was attached to. Emotionally, he goes. goes, Well, I mean, obviously, we jumped in tandem. Uh, He goes, "Man, I could feel your heart beating through your chest into into me." And I said, "Hey, when we get to the edge of that plane, because it was one of these 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 airplanes, you don't jump out the side; the back opens up."
5: Oh, that's even cooler,
1: man! That's a movie. I didn't say it wasn't cool. It's just somewhat. I didn't say it wasn't cool. I said, "Hey, if I punk out, just go." I give you
6: permission. <laughs> we're strapped in together. I give you, Just you permission. Go. Just go.
1: <laughs> wow. How did you
6: feel saying that? Because then you knew it was on. You were going to go either way. We were already up in the sky. Mm. I mean. Can we turn this around? I got to go potty. That's pretty awesome.
1: So we get to the edge of the plane. We were actually the last ones off the plane. I was the only one in tandem jumping. The other guys. I mean, this was, we were part of an air show. Like, we did the formation and everything. We did, like, the diamond, the circles, the hold hands. There was smoke. That's cool. The whole thing. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So we got to the edge of the plane. And it was five, four, and we're out. I mean, he didn't even count to one. I mean, we're out. <laughs>
5: <laughs> five, four. Oh, we're going to we miss it. We were out.
1: <laughs> and we rolled out. Next thing you know, I see the plane above us. We're kind of tumbling. And then once the parachute was pulled, I, was, I felt a little better. Yeah. You know the strangest thing was, I don't know if you guys you guys have ever done the skydiving before. Uh, you don't feel like you're falling. I was just going to ask you that. Once you're out there it's just like you don't you're feel, you don't out, have right? that feeling in your stomach. You know when an elevator goes down quickly or so, you know the Superman ride at Six Flags, you know it just drops. Yeah. You don't have that feeling. So Even when you windy. jump out,
4: the initial jump, you don't feel no. like you're falling. So no. it's a smooth. You know
1: you're falling. Obviously the ground is getting closer.
4: <laughs> but is it super fast or does it feel
1: kind of slow? Uh, I th- I think we f- we were free falling for about a minute, minute and a half. Damn, that's so maybe cool. even longer. That's I don't even so I don't cool. remember. What was your landing like? Was it just smooth as? as no, the no, or was, not was it smooth. tough. Really? Yeah, we kind of like tackling Jesus. We landed on our uh, tuckuses. Oh, kind of mm-hmm. slid, and my tailbone, no joke, hurt for like two weeks later. Damn.
4: The crowd below, you think it was raining? <laughs> when <you're> raining, men. <laughs> no, your ears. <laughs> when your pants were wet.
1: <laughs> you know what? I was too scared to even evacuate any kind of uh, <laughs> <laughs> anything.
6: I had a chance to get in one of those uh, military helicopters a couple of years ago as a radio thing. It was like four or five of us there out in uh, Chesterfield out there mm-hmm. and uh, where the police helicopters are or were or whatever. And it was a whole hour long presentation with workouts and all these army people. And this is why I got into it and go, you know, this military and blah, blah, blah. And then the weather didn't cooperate.
1: Yeah. Well, the morning we did it, uh, it was a low ceiling. It was the entire time. It, it was it a low reached. ceiling. And they're like, Oh, I don't know if we could jump today. You know, we're going to, we're going to, you know, we're going to put you in the suit. And we're going to just wait it out. I'm like, ah, you know what? It's okay. <laughs> we tried. <laughs> it's all right. They're like, no, you know, we're going to wait a couple hours.
6: It's good. The bagels were fine. Let's just go. We're going to wait a couple <laughs> hours. Maybe it's,
1: you know, the, the clouds are going to burn off or whatever. And uh, I think it was three hours later. Ooh, we were just hanging out. Nice buildup. The, the commander runs in and he goes, all right, let's go. Cleared out above the airfield.
5: Let We're going up. I'm like, oh, hello. <laughs>
1: <That's> <laughs> are awesome. you sure?
5: Did you did you wear the goggles or did you have a full mask or what what did you do? Did you have uh, the goggles so your mouth is doing the? <laughs> blah, blah, blah.
1: <laughs> yes, I had the goggles.
5: Did you feel your face trying to fall off of its skull?
1: No, it's on YouTube. You can look it up.
5: Oh, for real? Like is this video of you in air?
3: Oh yeah, oh, like yeah. the whole thing. It's oh, like a process. Boy. Yeah, I yeah, think, I, think I have a GoPro on me. Yeah, and I think it's like it's it's pretty well done.
1: They pulled it because it was to Kenny Loggins' Danger Zone, was the, uh, was the music behind it.
5: Oh, I don't think it's up, man. I don't know. Maybe
1: not. Uh, they may have pulled it. It was up there for a long time.
5: Yeah, don't, but, don't uh, put in your name and then skydives because some other stories come up and I don't want to read those. Stories.
1: The uh, One of the guys that was in the air show with us, one of the paracommandos, uh, had a tough landing and snapped his leg oh. uh, right before I had landed. So I got to see him being stretchered out of there as I'm coming down and the uh, commander of the unit screaming at him for embarrassing them. Wow. That's hardcore stuff there. That is. That's some hardcore stuff.
5: I'm sorry. Pick up my foot.
1: <laughs> I think he, I think it went compound fracture too.
4: Yeah.
1: Okay.
4: <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> at least he landed.
1: Oh, he did. Yes. Next uh, hey, guys, huge show, uh,
6: fan of the show. Wondering if Riz could help out a little bit uh, on this. They're going to New York City between Christmas and New Year's Eve. Uh, they're going to be doing the typical tourist stuff. You know, the uh, Rockefeller
1: Christmas tree, Statue of Liberty, Central Park. We went to uh, uh, One World Trade Center for the first time, our last, our last time in town. That's one of those jobs. New York City. Yeah. yeah, it was. And it was our first time back since 9 11, which we were in. We were living in Manhattan, my wife and I, when 9 11 happened. It was our first time back down to the site. And it was an amazing experience. That was amazing. Well, there's, they said they're going to. I be highly sta- recommend going down there. They, they're
6: looking for some restaurant ideas, and they're going to be staying in
1: Midtown You know, it's, it's so funny. People ask for restaurant ideas, and. A lot of the stuff that I used to go to was closed. I mean, it's so long ago yeah. that I lived there. I mean, I would recommend going to Katz's Deli for a pastrami sandwich. You got to go there. Without a doubt, my favorite sandwich in the world. I know it's a very touristy place. and You may have to wait in line. It's, it's, it's where they did Harry Met Sally. Mm. The orgasm scene, the fake orgasm scene, was done in Katz's. In fact, there's, a, there's an arrow on the ceiling pointing down to the table. Like they were here? They were here. It's kind of a touristy thing to do, but, man, it's, it's a legit pastrami sandwich, New York pastrami sandwich. Mm. And then if you want to go for pizza, I recommend Lombardi's Pizza, which is the first pizza place in America.
6: They do it right there. You know, speaking of sandwiches, I made one for, uh, for dinner last night, and it was just me in the kitchen, and I had everything out on the counter, and I just crafted the sandwich. And I thought, is there, I mean, obviously there is, but it's such an enjoyable thing. To stand at a counter and put together a sandwich. Oh, you know absolutely. I mean? just, a, just a good sandwich. What kind of bread? Uh, I had this uh, seed. It's called seed bread. It's just healthy bread. And then, and then just meats and, and, a, and a cheese and some veggies. How big stuff. is the bread? Oh, it's, it's pretty small. It's like that. It's That's a li- a tease. I know.
1: To but, make a good sandwich and have it on such a tiny little thing. Yeah,
6: it's actually a little bit smaller than normal size
1: bread, I think, for whatever reason. But it's just some sort of seed bread. I get it all to, and by the way, the air show this weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the schedule. I I me and the family are going to go down. I think either Saturday or Sunday. We had plans anyway, but man, I mean there's like a a, a B2 flyover. Uh There's some cool stuff. There's some cool stuff happening at at the air uh, it's a Spirit of St. Louis air show. They got some cool stuff happening yeah, this weekend there. Saturday and Sunday. I saw pictures from a couple years ago. It looked like uh, uh, quite the event. Yeah. Fun for the whole family.
0: The Rosudo Show on 105.7 The Point.
1: All right, so we'll get to uh, crap on celebrities here in a second. I, I found this fascinating, this global study done on listening habits, music listening habits, and you'd think with the rise of music streaming and the decline of downloads, that might lead to a drop in illegal downloads as well. That's not necessarily the case. So according to a new report by the International Federation of the uh, phonographic industry, 38% of consumers still pirate music. They're just adjusting their methods. So the most popular way is through uh, what they call stream ripping, which accounts for thirty two percent of music copyright infringement. You know that is stream ripping.
3: Mm-hmm. That is if I go to Spotify, press play and then open up a program and hit record and it's
1: I believe that's I believe that's what it is. And then there's uh, illegal downloads through uh, cyber lockers or peer-to-peer accounts. That's another 23%. -hmm. And 17% use a search engine to find illegal files. And this group says, quote, people still like free stuff. So it doesn't surprise us that there are a lot of people engaged in this. And it's relatively easy to pirate music, which is a difficult thing for us to say. Meanwhile, they they also found that 86% of all listeners use on-demand music streaming services. And most people, 52%, use video streaming sites like YouTube to listen to music. This was, a, I downloaded that whole, the whole report, and it, it's fascinating. Like, it's a fascinating report. On average, and this is globally, on average, people spend 17.8 hours listening to music each week. 17.8 hours each week, globally.
5: Hmm.
1: That's two and a half hours a day listening no, to music.
5: That's pretty good.
1: 75% of people use smartphones to listen to their music. And we mentioned that 38% of people obtain music through a copyright infringement. Where are you when you typically listen to music? 75% of Americans in the car. That's where they do their most listening, in the car. Uh, what music do people typically listen to? Globally. And, and the different, different genres of music. What do you think is number one? Globally. Pop. Pop music, 64%. Followed by rock, dance, electronic house. Soundtracks was number four. Soundtrack music, then hip-hop, singer-songwriter, classical, R&B, soul, blues, and metal I get, I get at number the, 10. Uh,
3: you know what's not on here? Country. Country. I get the soundtracks. I, I understand that why that's so high. And that's film or TV soundtracks. Yeah, because a movie or a TV show goes big globally, and then people start to dig the songs that are from that movie or TV show. 15%
1: of people uh, globally are likely to buy a smart speaker in the next 12 months. I love our like our smart speakers we have in our house. Yeah, I got a handful of them. you your, like your
5: jawbones. You mean Bluetooth speakers or yeah. Mm-hmm. smart? Yeah. yeah,
1: those are smart speakers.
5: No, no, no. I think a smart speaker is a Bluetooth enabled speaker that you can talk to.
1: Voice activated?
5: Well, I mean, there's something beyond just a Bluetooth You're speaker. You're saying a Bluetooth
3: speaker and an Alexa Oh, I'm Alexa sure. I'm sure that's, exactly, yeah. A, a yeah. smart speaker is something that has hot words, and you can give it direction. Right, so my little so, drawbone is not a smart speaker? No. Uh, no. You, oh, really? Because no. you Bluetooth, Bluetooth it, and then you just got to play it. That's a Bluetooth speaker. A smart oh. speaker is, hey, okay. hey, pl- right. play speaker. play Spotify, right. and it plays it. All right, so I got the Alexa.
1: We got two of those.
6: We got a couple of just Bluetooth speakers, like when we're hanging out on the deck barbecuing or something like that. We'll have a Bluetooth
1: speaker out there playing music. It's great. And according to this report, headline. Radio remains resilient. 86% of people listen to music on the radio. That's globally. In America, 91%. Look at that. 91% of Americans listen to music on the radio. Again, headline, radio remains resilient. So if you want, you could download this. I mean, you could really get into some of these numbers here. It's, it's fascinating.
4: Yeah, it is.
2: That's I would have never people,
1: guessed 91%. That's fantastic. How people listen to music globally. All right, here's Jeff, Crap on Celebrities. The Rizzuto Show, Crap on Celebrities. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities.
6: It's brought to you by Amco Ranger Termite and Pest Solutions, protecting people and property from pests for over 50 years. Taylor Swift had a big night last night at the American Music Awards. She became the most awarded female artist ever by getting four more of the awards, including Artist of the Year. And we'll go through the entire list here in just a second of all. What? Nah. Oh, you want me to skip country, obviously, but I'll get through the rest of them. So, after winning that particular one, the Artist of the Year award, she she did get uh, a bit political. Uh, she did first of all talk about you know how amazing it was, and she's very very genuine with her acceptance speeches. And then at the very end, she did a little bit of uh, politics.
4: Thank you so much for this, and I just wanted to make a, a mention of the fact that this award and every single award given out tonight were voted on by the people. And you know what else is voted on by the people?
2: is the midterm elections on November 6th. Get
1: out and vote. I love you guys.
3: And key right, I mean, there, she
1: didn't say who to vote for or
6: anything like that. Political. But really,
3: huh? is that
1: is that considered getting political, get out and vote?
3: Uh,
5: I mean, it's...
1: Yeah? I mean, I mean that's her
5: yeah. vote uh, on that's, politics. That's putting the swimsuit on and putting your foot in and going, I went swimming.
6: Uh. I mean, you're there. It was the, and it was the, a little bit of a, f- a theme of that throughout the night. People saying, never saying who to, but to register and vote. You know, okay. today's the last day, blah, blah, blah. That's
1: today is the last day. day to register in Missouri, by the right. way. Yeah.
6: Other highlights. So the night, this is fantastic. And the video's up on the blog. Panic at the Disco did a pretty good version of Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody. Check it out.
2: All right.
1: The neat
6: thing about that song is every time you listen to it, you hear something a little different every time, uh-huh. you know?
5: Were they using the Queen tracks? I mean, that sounded like...
1: It looked like they were playing. I don't know.
5: Well, yeah, they were playing, but there, there was tra- the vocal tracks were there, which is fine. Queen did it, too. But I'm saying, like, I wonder if those are the original Queen tracks. It's
2: pretty I, interesting. I, I don't That's
3: know. That's their thing. Panic at the Disco has been doing that for... I know. For that song? For, like, like,
2: song? For
6: like three song? years. Oh, yeah. Exactly oh, they do that well. song. Oh, yeah. Speaking yeah. of that, is the, ba- is the female, is
3: she new... The female, I think it was bass player. All I know is, all is hired. the lead singer. That's it. Like, oh, I think Panic at the Disco singer. is him, yeah. right? I like
5: it's, it. it's just a They're all hired. I know oh, four I know former that. guitar players
2: from oh. that band. Oh, so
5: they're just
6: like <laughs> so one guy. Oh, yeah. Like Nine good. Inch Nails.
5: Yeah. So that one guy.
6: All right, so uh, a handful of the awards. The All-Genre all Awards, Artist of the Year, Taylor Swift, uh, New Artist of the Year, that uh, Camila Cabello, uh, Tour of the Year, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift got Female of the Year for pop. Post Malone, Favorite uh, Male Artist, Reputation, Favorite Album, that's Taylor Swift, uh, Soundtrack, Black Panther. There you go. I know you voted on that
5: one. Since we're doing celebrities, uh, I forgot his name. I think Ben uh, tweeted over your, uh, your your jumping video, the, the out of the plane video. He, oh, did, yeah. he did find it. So we just retweeted that if you're interested. Oh, it's there, yeah. I just, uh, I just watched a little snippet of it. You're definitely.
1: I look like a banana. <laughs> He's
5: dressed in all bright yellow. But your hands, you what you do is when you fall out of the plane, your head goes up like, oh, God. And you, uh, you're holding on to your vest. Instead of having your hands out, and the guy's like, put your hands out. And you went, oh, yeah, I forgot. I, now, did I'm you terrified. yell? Did you yell, wee?
6: Now no. yell Geronimo. Oh. <laughs> uh, we talked about this yesterday. The nominees for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame class have been announced. Again, those nominees are Def Leppard, Devo, Janet Jackson, if you're nasty, LL Cool J, Radiohead, Rage, Stevie Nicks, and The Cure. You also got Todd Rundgren, The Zombies, John Prine, Kraftwerk, MC5, Roxy Music, Rufus with Shaka Khan. But we want to talk about those who were not nominated as well. Now, first of all, to be eligible, you got to have a a single or album released in 93 or earlier. Final class is going to be announced December. Usually five or six acts inducted. Ceremony is going to be New York City, March 29th. so here, here's the thing: six of the nominated acts—Def Leppard, Devo, John Prine, Roxy Music, Steven X, Todd Rundgren—were nominated for the first time, but all of them have been eligible before, mm-hmm. which means no new artists,
1: no new artists really this right, year. So like, you know, like Jane's Addiction was nominated last year, but they're not up for not nomination nominated this, this year. year.
6: Yeah. So some eligibles this year that were snubbed: Beck, huh. Dave Matthews Band. Cheryl Crow, Blink 182, Bill. Do you think Dave spill. Matthews Band will ever get in? Yes.
5: Yeah, but he's that's another like. Let's talk about it in ten years. Have you ever seen Dave Matthews Band live? Way too many times. <laughs>
3: oh, you yeah. have. Yeah. There, yeah, there was there was a time where he was coming You're to great. town. Like he would come to town and play a show on Friday and Saturday. Like he was doing those two shows, and I would go to both. Yeah, I mean, and it, I know there would be different sets. It's bro fest. I mean, it was ridiculous. It, and and again, bro fest. And right. again, you know, it was like. Me and a bunch of my bros from CBC would go. And yeah, like, of course, man. And, and I, remember I remember it started like this. This is Catch how it started.
1: Your we are <laughs> going to Dave Matthews.
3: This is how it started. You know how many chicks are going to be there? And then the next thing <laughs> I know, I'm I'm in the lawn going, what would you say? Like, I did that terrible. with a Prince
6: concert. I was like, hell yeah, I'm going. The ratio is going to it's gonna be
3: four to one. And yeah. I was just like, Barray. yeah, man,
6: Woo. Uh, So Cake is on this list as well, Counting cake. Crows.
5: Okay. What About Counting kind of Crows, yeah. maybe. Cake, I don't think so. Ten years, no for cake.
6: Uh,
1: Everclear, that's nope, a no nope. for Everclear. Jeff Buckley,
5: yeah. Jeff Buckley's one song. No, he's he's got he's got a, he's got a record that belongs there
4: for sure.
1: I don't really know much about it. I know that that you know that Leonard Cohen Hallelujah cover. That's basically it. Yeah.
6: I know I'm, one I'm, of his I'm, songs, but only
1: because it's covered by somebody I'm else. i probably mistaken. Like. Yeah, don't, don't kill me for it.
6: They could have also nominated, it says here, Outkast, The Roots, Snoop Dogg, Faith Hill, Kenny Chesney. Others that are eligible,
1: but we're stretching it a little bit. Kenny Chesney.
3: He should make into some Hall of Fame. I mean, if yeah, there's a country yeah, music country. Hall of Fame. I'm sure, they, I'm sure there is. Then he definitely should be is in Garth, that. Is Garth Brooks
1: I mean, in
6: the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Look that up. Others that are eligible, but you'd be stretching it a bit, Adam Sandler. <laughs> Adam
1: Sandler, okay. Joey
6: Lawrence. Deep Blue Something. That's D- a joke. Those DMX and Semisonic. Those are
3: jokes. Garth Brooks is not in the Rock and Roll
6: so Hall. How can you put Kenny Chesney in before Garth Brooks?
5: How can, yeah, how can you even name him before Garth Brooks.
6: Previous nominees, like you were talking about, that didn't get any love this year, Nine Inch Nails, The Smiths, Replacements, Depeche Mode. I remember we talked
1: about them last year. Yeah. Uh, bad Brains, like you said, James I can addiction. see nine inch, listen, nine inch Nails is their time. Moon, what do you think? Nine Inch Nails. Their uh, first record yet. came out in 1988. 1988. Mm. Don't Pretty don't Hate Machine, more. 1988. What a record. What a record. I it's guess, their time. I guess maybe if Pearl Jam could get in... So. It's not Inch Nails.
5: Garth Brooks, by the way, I think he he may have been he, he was considered for induction in 2015, but he was uh, inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame in 2012 and the Songwriters Hall of Fame in 2011.
6: The other two on that list are Arrythmics and Graham Parsons. Oh, Arithmex, so, I, could, I could see. Yeah. So there's a there's a site called Ultimate uh, Classic Rock, and they and they have a, a few more performers they think should uh, be nominated. And here's a handful of them. All right. Go you ready, Judas Priest. Yes, no. I could see, I could
1: see them getting in.
2: Who else?
1: Uh, Warren Zevon. You know any uh, Warren Zevon songs? No.
2: no, 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 no. Mm. You,
1: you, you know this song.
2: Oh, oh
5: Where the of London? London. Hell yeah, I know this song. You know how I know this? Isn't this in Team Wolf when he's? When he's...
3: I love this song. This is is the basketball montage. Yes. Yes. I just knew that this was... uh,
1: was Who else? Motorhead. Yay, nay, Motorhead. I mean, they they have some good songs, but I mean... I think, I think people like Mortarhead more because Lemmy was a character. Right. How
3: about Jethro Tull?
1: You know, the popular Jethro
3: Tull song? Uh, I just know that there's flutes in Jethro Tull. Like a dead duck. Yeah. This
2: song's
6: obnoxious.
3: <laughs>
6: Is this the song that they won some award in, no. or was it a different one?
1: that was different. They were up for like best heavy metal up against Metallica. Yeah. Which you think was like the first time in Grammy history. Right, but that Jethro Tull won, right? Jethro Tull won. Okay. Yeah. That was a joke. Over Metallica's Black Album, I believe. But it wasn't that song no. or was it an album? That was 70s. Okay. Uh Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden. Huh, I'm not done that? huge when I was in, in junior high and
5: dude and they still sell out amphitheaters all over
1: Jean jackets with the Eddie the monster on the back <laughs> it was their symbol
5: I'm I'm in, I'm in for that one
6: how about the pantera
1: no
5: um not yet but they they should be in there be yourself,
0: buy yourself, stay away from me. you don't think they should be in
5: no You don't think Pantera should be in? No Oh, dude ha, Why? Because they had two or three records that were like
3: definitive metal Metal this style That of metal. actually
1: went somewhat mainstream
3: Yeah, dude I love, I love Pantera, I just don't think that they should be in no, They
1: were, I, I believe, the first metal band to have like a number, like heavy, heavy metal band to have a, a number one Wow
3: I wow. would. Uh, oh, wow, I'm. I may be mistaken on that, but I'm surprised, I'm, dude. But well, I, I really dig Pantera. I just don't think they should be in. I think there's a lot of other bands that people say no to that should get in way before Pantera. I'm
5: should. not saying it's their time now, but they should be in there.
3: How about the Go Go's? I don't know. I mean,
1: Belinda Carlisle. She still looks good,
6: Belinda Carlisle. Sure does. Every time I hear uh, something about the Go Go's, I think about—I think it was her. She did an interview a million years ago, and somebody asked, "Hey, it's an all-girl band. We we hear all about the the horror stories with guy—you know—bands touring. What you guys do to mess with each other? Did you guys do anything like that? Did you guys get, you know, some uh, some some tour guys that sort of thing?" They said, first of all, yes, we got groupies as well, but also they—they were wild." Uh, Yeah, there was one tour she said that when they were in a bus still, I think is what it was, and they used to stop at at rest stops, just your, your public, you know, stone building bathrooms, nothing else. And he said there, or she said there was one time where uh, they did something, and the loser had to go into the corner, like on the floor in the corner where the walls and the corner met, met, and whatever's was, whatever was there, they had to scoop up and eat it. Oh, of just some public restroom that they pulled off the side of the highway and did. That's disgusting. Yeah, and they did it. So yeah, they
1: were wild and crazy, drugs and dudes and right, yeah, all sorts of things. Good for them. And uh, a band called Big Star as well. This uh, this group I don't know.
6: You know this that does not sound familiar to me. Oh. And then there's also on the list There's Soundgarden, there's 9-inch nails, there's a replacements King Crimson, the Pixies and the Soundgarden. The Smiths, but Smiths okay. were na- nominated last year, right? I believe weren't they on the list last year? Mm,
1: maybe. No. Soundgarden should get in. Right now? I, I think it's it could be their time. Again, they were they've been around for a long, long time.
5: Was that 88 to 98?
1: I mean before Pearl Jam, before Nirvana.
6: Hmm. We good? All right, Netflix, I know you guys are huge into this Making a Murder. Netflix has revealed the first look at the second season of Making a Murder. A trailer for the 10-episode season came out yesterday. Once again, it revolves around Stephen Avery and the uh, this Kathleen Wellner's efforts to get this whole thing overturned.
0: Everything happened to me. I didn't think all of these people would care.
5: Prominent attorney Kathleen Zellner, best known for overturning wrongful convictions, has
4: taken the Avery case. I have one goal, and that's to overturn
2: the conviction
4: of Stephen Avery. The prosecution's case was Tracy never left the property. But the last call pings off a cell phone tower miles away from the Avery property. I'll
1: watch it. 70
6: to 80%. I'll watch it. Yeah, so you'll watch it starting October 19th. That's when uh, season two is uh, debuting there. Disney may actually regret getting rid of uh, James Gunn from the Guardians of the Galaxy after Send all those, those, his own. those uh, offensive tweets came out from his past because now he's joining the other team. He has signed a deal to write the script for another Suicide Squad movie. Oh, wow. And there's also uh, talk that he might direct it, and why not? Been successful doing that as well. Sources are saying that there's going to be more of a new take on the characters, not necessarily just a sequel. I didn't think the first one was that bad. It got... What? Suicide Squad? Uh, it got savaged. Eh. I, it wasn't terrible
3: It wasn't terrible It wasn't great though I don't think Here's the thing I don't think the story Was that great
5: I don't even know What the story was It was the
6: It was, a, the gal. was it, it was like a Country family That came to the city mm-hmm. And they
3: No no got, no, no. No, no, no 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 no, no, no And no, 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 no. they bought a big house It was it was There was these Four turtles uh, no. <laughs> and, <laughs> no This is
5: exactly What I'm saying I've seen that I movie One and a half Maybe two full time It full-time. was a widower
6: With three boys And he met this lady Uh huh It was excessive
5: and did nothing.
1: It was two cowboys in love.
6: (laughs) (laughs) No word on any recasting kind of sort of to you guys' point there. Was it
5: about a dad that was a ghost?
1: Ghost dad? Ghost Bill Cosby's ghost, ghost, ghost dad? dad? No. That's
3: Bill Cosby. That's too far. Man. <laughs> he's been too far. <laughs> too soon. Way to ruin far. everything.
5: Cool.
6: Today's uh, over. Dave Bautista from uh, Guardians says that he may uh, actually want to be in this movie. Oh, that's Drax. That's a big character. And that's what we and need and he has been Suicide a Suicide hu-
5: Squad is another character.
6: Is Drax. And he's been a huge supporter of James Gunn. If you remember, he's one of the guys that was like, I'm not doing this unless he's in sort of thing. Uh, speaking of that world, Harvey Weinstein is due in court tomorrow to find out if a judge is going to allow some or all of his case to be thrown out. I read that the judge is going to do like a partial ruling on defense motions tomorrow. Now, what the defense has said is that prosecutors failed to inform the grand jury of evidence that showed Weinstein actually had a cordial relationship with at least one of these ladies. What if he sentenced to a beating with a sack full of nickels? I think we would all accept that. Did you see the picture that TMZ put up of Weinstein today or yesterday? Oh. This, I, and I know it's manufactured creepiness. But he's in a gas station of some sort. and He's got some groceries in one hand, but he also has a, you know, like a star magazine or whatever tabloid magazine in his hand that has um, uh, Nicole Kidman on the cover and he's looking at it. You know, and the caption is, ooh, he's ogling another beautiful woman. Or he was just looking at a magazine. I don't know. But either way. So he is a, he is a, a, a been accused of sexual misconduct, misconduct, including rape, more than 80 women. But most of those statute of limitations. Uh. Kept him from uh, getting charged with that. So, all right, our friend, Cat Williams.
1: Well, what's he up to?
6: Haven't talked about him in a while. Well, there's a chauffeur who uh, says he was attacked by Cat Williams at a Portland (laughs) International Airport. This happened on Friday, and now he's already suing for $76,000 claiming that uh, Cat Williams berated him, punched him, and set his German Shepherd on him because he refused to let the German Shepherd ride in the passenger seat of his car. So Cat Williams attacked him? Yeah, with his dog. Mm. So he's accusing Williams of uh, assault, battery, intentional infliction of emotional distress, he filed the lawsuit on Monday. So he's still in the, or at least last time I checked, still in a Portland area detention center and a uh, suspicion of fourth degree assault. So, and he's pled not guilty. Isn't he coming to town? Or was he just here? I want to say he was just here, but I remember it was was like the Wild and Out Tour or something. It was Nick Cannon's Wild and Out Tour. That's why
1: he's in Portland. He was in Portland to do that. I know there was supposed to be an enterprise. I don't know if it's soon or it already happened.
3: I'm looking right now.
1: Oh, by the way, he also has an outstanding warrant in Georgia. Just throw that in there.
6: Uh, (laughs) And during this arena. Everything's coming up, cat. Yeah, again. During this arraignment, arraignment, a man who identified himself as as Cat Williams' friend actually walked into the courtroom with a German Shepherd that was wearing a strap that read service dog, and then asked if this was Cat Williams' dog. He He declined to answer. The victim says in the lawsuit that uh, he it, it, the, the attack left him with a broken tooth, a cut, and a swollen face. Uh, is it tenet tenonitis in his ear? He can't hear. Tenonitis. I'm sorry, Tinnitus. the ringing in his ear. Tinnitus. All that. So basically, what happened was uh, the, the car service pulled up. Cat Williams, six other people, and a, quote, large, aggressive German Shepherd met him at this hangar about 11 p.m. after they got off a private jet. 2017 GMC Yukon XL Denali rolls up. Cat says, dog's getting in the front seat. uh, The the driver says, no way. And this guy took off running, and Cat Williams and the dog ran after him. him. Slammed a door in between him, and he says, Cat Williams and the dog were looking through the window, like, trying to get at him.
1: I mean, listen. This guy's an animal. seems like a... A really nice guy. His stand-up is hilarious. Never seen I, it. Have you ever seen his stand-up? I don't it's think so. hilarious. He I know funny. you have. He's he funny. is
3: funny. Really, and he's he's on that tour, but he's not on the St. Louis date. Oh, really? Performances by Nick Cannon, Rip Michaels, DC Young Fly, Carlos Miller, Matt Rife, Jacob Williams, Hitman Hala, Conceded, and more.
1: Hmm. He's on. Maybe old he's old the old and more. He's on all the literature.
3: Music by Wild and Out's own DJ d and DJ True Blends.
1: Oh, Nick Cannon's coming to town? True Blends
3: is Hosted gotta be by Nick Cannon, see. yeah. Trueblends Blends with a Z? That
2: was taken.
6: Yeah, and he is not a rookie. He's got a long criminal history. 20, okay, uh, April course. 2017, three years probation, all that we kind of stuff.
3: Krabby birthdays. Uh, Lizzie Hale from Hailstorm is 35. Dale Earnhardt Jr., 44. Uh, Ma- Mario Lopez is 45. Brett Favre, 49. Um, Jody Benson, the voice of Ariel in The Little Mermaid, is 57. And today's Burton, birthday of the day. He is a rock legend. Riz, you've already hit it a bunch today. Hit the button. 64 Whoa. years young today. Ah,
0: <laughs> oh, yes. Happy, yeah, birthday. happy birthday.
3: DLR. Uh, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet, Natasha Starr. Today's birthday girl, she has been under more sheets than the cast of Charlie Brown on Halloween oh, in, uh, yes. in 92 fine films, including Ass, Grass, or Cash. Don't Tell My Wife That I Backdoored the Babysitter. <laughs> Forbidden, My Wife's Sister. You're my best friend, but I'm totally backdooring your daughter. Oh, my God. Shane Diesel is huge. St. Patrick's Day anal. And who can forget her unforgettable role in All the Way Up Anal Mountain? Natasha Starr is 33 years old. That is your porno birthday, your crabby birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. All right. Thank you, Tony. You're welcome. No problem.
1: 1057thepoint.com. We got an email. It was a company-wide email from one of the engineers here. And I thought we left this kind of toilet garbage back in the old building. What bathroom is he talking about here? Is it the 7-Dust bathroom? Yeah. 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 The one with all the 7-Dust posters in it? Yeah, I think so. That's how you
3: know I am free and clear of all charges.
1: So like we had at the old place, there is a one-seater that is just for... The air staff, and there's one, two, three. Th- there's what? Four radio stations? Five radio stations here?
5: Uh, four.
3: Five. Okay, us, Casey, Arch, ESPN, Country. Oh, yeah, five. five. Five stations.
1: Mm. So you got five air staffs using one bathroom. There's a line, man. And here we go. Apparently, somebody's been jamming toilet paper into the uh, into the into the toilet. Disgusting. You're adults. They're asking for courtesy flushes in this email. I don't know what industrial grade turbo flush you have at home, but someone has uh, an inflated view of just how much paper can go in these things.
6: <laughs> I mean, it's It's an entertaining email. It is. I mean, it, it is. It is from guy.
1: Engineer Craig, yeah. who's, oh, who's a so great, great guy and, and a very, f- very funny guy. And a funny emailer. We're having to call maintenance on the reg because someone has jammed a sycamore's worth of tissue in there. (laughs) (laughs) It's a tree, guys.
3: Yes. Yes, it is. A big one.
1: Just dot, dot, dot. Be mindful when you're loafing about. Toss in a courtesy flush if you must clear the pipes when you're clearing the pipes. (laughs) And for that, we thank you. Come on. I'm getting that. These are adults here.
5: That one's pretty bad. But do you remember the old place? Oh, it the was, old place it was, was terrible. It was as if someone left this, both seats down and decided to be. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> remember, like we found we fi- so no. Remember, we found we found everywhere. S- substance on the stall door. On like the we
2: stall
5: weren't sure door, what yes. it was. Oh, upstairs. Upstairs, yeah. yeah.
3: Oh, the downstairs one though. Remember the stuff that was caked on the walls from the 80s. Yeah, well, well, the downstairs one is is. I mean, there were people that would just go, Hey, I'm going to go to the bathroom on the floor. Here. The, yeah, downs- the yeah.
1: downstairs one, the Air Staff one at the old building. I mean, would remind me at some point of a porta potty uh, in the middle of point fest. Yeah. I mean, it was that gross. It yeah. was that gross. Like, well, you don't want to touch anything.
6: Yeah, that upstairs one that you're talking about, it was like somebody went into the stall but
1: didn't realize once you're in the stall, you're still supposed to sit. And if it were me and I was the boss and I knew who was doing that, I don't think I'd want that person employed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get out. Like, if you can't if this control, is how- like, if you can't be an adult yeah. and control this— like, you shouldn't be in charge of anything, or I don't want you working on anything that I need you to do.
3: Yeah. You shouldn't be in control of anything. You know,
5: like a state park bathroom? Like, like the you old... are not
1: responsible and for anything if you can't do this right. You know,
5: you know old state park bathrooms that were basically porta-potties, but porta-concrete, so, yeah. was, I mean, it's like yeah, a Yeah, there was a shack. toilet, but it was just a hole under there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. That's what it reminded me of. Route
1: is like that. It is disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, if you're like the general manager and you find out who's doing that, you go, I, I don't think Uh-oh. I could uh I don't think I could have you work here. Yeah. So we you just, definitely we, have to question. These you. are skills you learn at, at between three and five That's years old. Other,
6: as an adult, how do you schedule that meeting? And with what does that your employee? bathroom look like
1: at
3: home? Yeah, it's- we just got a message from Lux who said I had to tell them about the bathroom. I walked in and it was like a kid just unrolled a whole roll into the toilet and left.
1: Well, I'll tell you that means it's somebody in the
3: afternoon.
5: I don't think we, we're the closest to that bathroom, and none of us use it. Do you guys use it? I don't I use, use that it. When
1: I when How I, I, use when it I to have to go, the, yeah. the
3: few rare times that I have to go a pee, I go right I in you, that bathroom. I use
1: it to stand. But man,
3: crazy! I, I just adults. I just don't get it.
1: These are adults. And I'm sure this is a problem at, at every office. But you know what? More than anything else, it's disappointing. That is true. It's disappointing.
3: I'm, I'm, I'm. You know what? I'm embarrassed. What, what for was them. the?
6: What made the email come out? Because the paper was in because there. Because or they did keep it having overflow? a call maintenance. Well, that's what I'm saying. Did it overflow all over the place again? Ask luck. I don't even know. That's what I'm saying. That email didn't say what happened.
1: You don't want to know, Jeff. All right. Don't ask questions. You don't want to know. Don't, you
6: don't want to totally know.
2: <laughs>
1: Uh, Let's do some
3: news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And
1: your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. So a delivery driver was, uh, well, a delivery driver subcontracted by Amazon tried to stop a carjacker from stealing her truck in the Central West End yesterday. And you know these Amazon drivers, the subcontracted ones? I saw one for the first time yesterday, an Amazon-labeled truck. The, normally, they're not labeled. Yeah, for the first time, I saw one. Normally, one. nondescript cars. hmm yeah. And that's why sometimes you go, huh, that's an unusual car.
3: Wow, this Ford Focus is walking up to my front porch with a box.
1: Yeah. And what it, the hell it's is Amazon this? Amazon They don't want to advertise that they have packages in there mm-hmm. for just I such mean, a thing. I mean, it makes sense. So the driver's name is Dejai Thomas, and she's pregnant. And she said she was getting ready to deliver uh, packages on North Newstead Avenue, again, in the West End. And she noticed that somebody was trying to get into the driver's side of her van. And she yelled, not today. And she said that once she saw that door open, she panicked. And she, she starts yelling, that's, that's my truck, stop. And with that, she jumped in front of it to try to stop the guy from driving away. Then she ran over to the passenger side, opened the door, and hung on as the driver put the van in drive and started going. Jeez. Don't do that. Not worth that. This a-hole dragged her as she hung on. Pregnant woman. St. Louis uh, County Police said they got a call about an armed carjacker and spotted the stolen van on Old Jamestown Road in uh, Sioux Passage Park. And, of course, the guy didn't pull over, and a, a short chase happened. They got the guy on North Highway 67 in Florissant. He, uh, he hit a cop car before stopping. The woman's going to be all right. She got a scraped knee. And uh, I think she said one of the van's back tires went over her foot when she let go. Mm. But it could have been a lot worse. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I guess instinct kicked in, and she goes, I'm not, I'm not having this happen. Yeah. This is an honest living. It's kind of cool that she yelled, not today, though. I put that in. Oh. I'm sure she's thought that. Not today. Not here. Uh uh. Uh -uh. Nope. Speaking of dishonesty, uh, St. Louis County police were asking for help finding a woman accused of passing a forged check for $2,300. And they say the woman used the identity of another woman to submit a check last Sunday. At the First Bank on Manchester in Baldwin. And there's the uh, photo of her circulating around. So this must have been at an ATM. Where, does she not know there's cameras? <laughs> I mean, clear as day. You see this woman. Clear as day. She was driving a dark colored SUV with, uh, with a guy in the passenger, uh, passenger seat. She got a noticeable tattoo of a star on her right forearm. Call Crime Stoppers if you have any info. I got busted with the ATM camera a million years ago. You remember that story? Oh, yeah. Oh, you jammed something in it, didn't you? Well,
6: the guy I was with did, but I was standing there, and I was the one whose account was open in the ATM, and you could just I mean, it's a series of pictures, at least back in the day. It was just a you know, picture after picture after picture, mm-hmm. and they sent me the photos after calling me and said, hey— there was a Michelob Ultra bottle in our ATM. What the hell? And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. There's a like,
1: Michelob Ultra
6: bottle in our ATM. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What that wasn't you me. Is this you? And they're like, uh, we'll send you the pictures. And you could just, I mean, it was like a series of pictures. You see this hand just going closer and closer and closer with a Michelob Ultra
1: bottle in his hand and boom. Then the door closed. I was like,
2: ah. Well,
1: I was like my wife. Uh, she got busted by one of those red light cams. And she goes, that wasn't me. I'm like, this is you. This is your car. And I could see you driving. <laughs>
3: tonight, 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 tonight. You
1: are here. This is you. This is your face. I, even, I think I even held it up next to her face.
3: <laughs> hey, Wait, no. Yep, that's you. My favorite with the red light camera stories is uh, I got one, and it was like I was making a, a ride on red. And I was like... This is bogus. You can see my brake lights. I stopped. I'm gonna fight this. And it was like, here's the website to see the video. And I went to the video, and I was like, oh, Yep, that's me. <laughs> right there. It right. was just an audible. Damn. <laughs> I mean, it was. It was. See, watch this. No, watch, watch, watch. And then you just see me go. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, that's that. There. They must have cut something out. Sped the, they sped up the CGI. Video.
6: Well, they tried to charge me like three hundred bucks. And I asked him why, you know, because it didn't—the bottle was empty, dry, all that stuff. So what could it have done?
1: I don't know, the glass uh, in uh, their it's machine, a, it's a bottle no, that you jammed into an ATM. No,
6: it was three hundred dollars worth of tracking me down. That's what uh, they charged me with.
1: So, I said, "You go ahead and send me a bill," and they never did it. They never did? No, nothing. You probably wanted, probably. <laughs> uh, there was a bomb threat at the Drury Plaza Hotel in St. Charles yesterday. Is this uh, where is this at? Is that the streets?
5: No. uh, 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 Well, maybe it is. I think there's one across from there, just a little off of 70.
1: Well, this sucks because hotel employees had to wake up guests at 340 in the morning to get them all out. And they were told they had to leave for their own safety. Turns out it was nothing, but a woman is in custody. 44-year-old Jessica Lehner, she was staying on the seventh floor and claimed there were a bunch of bombs planted throughout the place. What? Why? Don't know.
5: Right, I guess it is the streets. I didn't know that was open already.
1: Uh, police were able to sweep the area for explosives. The building was uh, was deemed clear. So this chick has been charged with making a false bomb report, arson, and property damage. So I'm assuming she trashed her room before calling mm. in the bomb threat. Uh, she's being held in the St. Charles County Justice Center. I wonder Justice
3: what her
6: story Center. is. You see her mugshot? No. That's what I'm looking for right now. I know what you're saying, though. There's a reason why she
1: did this. Yeah, right? She's like trying it's... to throw everybody off from something. Uh, her, I mean, she was charged with arson and property damage. Mm. Again, I'm assuming her, her room was not in good shape when they, when they entered.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find I don't see her. There's one in St. Peter's, and yeah, I think that is streets.
1: A 23-year-old guy is recovering after being shot while trying to sell his iPhone 10 in North City oh, on yeah. Monday night. There she is. I see her now.
3: She got a she got the
1: look of crazy.
3: She's sleeping. I mean, she's I mean, in this in this mug shot. I know it's early,
6: but it uh, oh, that, that was a long day. She's sleeping.
3: Oh
2: yeah. Yeah.
3: Hell of a weekend.
6: She did exactly what the cops said. Please look straight at the floor when I take your
3: picture. <laughs> she's also the she's also the woman that like you know, when the cops arrest her and her room is trashed and there's been all this chaos, she's the woman that goes. But did you find the bombs?
1: Right. Yeah. No, miss.
3: No, there not. there were no bombs. You made that up. No, no, no. They're here.
1: They're here. So this guy was shot in North City uh, while trying to sell his iPhone 10. Monday night just after 7 o'clock, intersection of St. Louis Avenue and 14th Street. A buyer gave the guy some money, then ran to his car, and then when the seller opened the car door to talk to the buyer, the buyer opened fire. Okay. Police are investigating. I'm sure there's more to this story than than what is being reported here. Yes. I'm sure there's a little more. Probably didn't include the Charger. Mm -hmm. That's right. Hey, remember the lawyer who uh, represented Stormy Daniels? Parkway Central's Michael Avenatti? Mm -hmm. Yes. He is not a fan of the president. He is not a fan of President Trump. And you know how we could tell that Michael Avenatti is from the St. Louis area? How's that? Because he did the most stereotypical bro thing you could do. When challenging somebody to a fight. Don't tell me he took his shirt off. No. Where are we going to take the fight?
3: Nah. Come on, bro. Meet me outside.
1: No, no, no. no. the no. cage. Target In the parking cage. lot down by Ronnie's. We are taking oh. it to the cage. Oh, you <laughs> the parking lot by Ronnie's. <laughs> Behind the KFC. No, we've had this uh, bunch. People want to fight us, and they go, hey, you and me, the cage for charity. Take it to the That's cage. That's what Michael Avenatti just
2: did. That's funny.
1: He's on all the cable news shows, yelling and carrying on. He's been uh, talking about actually running for uh, for president as a Democrat in 2020, and now he's saying he wants to fight Donald Trump Jr. So to run for president in the you, cage, you
6: beat up the president, the current president's son, right? right? And then for you get charity, to take over for, for charity,
3: and then you get to take over that, the White House. That's the only way your name cave. gets put on the on the ballot is <laughs> you have to fight at least one family member. Uh, that's why when Trump beat up uh, Melania, or not Melania, um, Ooh, Malia, oh, damn. When he beat up Malia, that's how he got on the uh, I don't know. on the ballot. You gotta Malia fight somebody. Obama? You gotta fight somebody that's uh, a family member of the current president.
1: <laughs> well, you have to say we're to take it to the cage. Pause for charity. So you can't pff, you know, charity.
6: Yeah, you don't look like an a hole then. It's for charity.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so a reporter from NBC tweeted yesterday that he was having lunch with Michael Avenatti uh, when he brought up the idea of a three-round mixed martial arts fight with Don Jr. And he said the proceeds for the fight would go to rebuilding Puerto Rico after last year's Hurricane Maria. And to the Rape, Abuse, and Incest National Network, Don Jr. has not
3: responded yet. Mm -hmm. I'm sure the answer is going to be no, but would you pay for it if it was on pay-per-view? Yes. (laughs) Yes, I would. (laughs) How much?
1: I don't know, but I would pay. Uh, before we hit the break, this is a crazy story. I know King Scott is out at um, the Darkness Haunted House on Friday from 7 to 9 o'clock. That's the darkness down, down in Soulard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You were at a Creepy World last uh, Friday or Saturday? Yeah. Over in Fenton. You, yeah, you were at Lamp on yeah. Saturday. Uh huh. Haunted House is a big thing. Huge. In the St. Louis area. Yeah. A group of friends ride at a haunted house in Nashville. Nashville, Tennessee. Again, haunted houses are big there, too. It last Friday night. So they were waiting to get in line. Or they were waiting. They were wait, I'm sorry. They were waiting in line to get in. And I believe there were four of them. And they were approached by somebody who they thought was a character who worked at the haunted house. And they do that here in St. Louis. They have some of the characters out kind of scaring you while you're waiting in line. Boy, Saturday night. Uh, when I was at Lemp, one of my promotions people,
6: she was, hates that, and she was in the vehicle the entire time I was there. Really? Yeah. I take that back. She came out once, saw one of the guys with the chainsaws, and went in there, didn't see her again. Until Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Entire time. She apologized, apologized. You don't need to pay me for this. You don't need to do that. You don't need to do blah, 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 that sort of thing. But she was in the back of the van, just shh, quiet I I the said, entire
1: time. I said, are you serious? And my Uh, phone thought I said, Siri. You could turn that off. I didn't, you biatch. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Let's just trying to play it ACDC. Yeah, so I'm trying to play (laughs) ACDC.
1: Not that. (laughs) So she sat in the van. She knows it's fake, right? There's not, they're not, they're actors. Right. Like, and her job is to be out, kind of help and promote. Right, yeah.
6: She was promoting, but just from the inside (laughs) out. (laughs) Is what it was. And how old? She, she must be what? Nine, ten years right old. Write down their name. I, I, um, oh. I, I'm i going to say she's not seven, like, yeah, eight years she's, old. She's older than 12. Let's just oh, go with okay. that. Okay. And I mean, she was shaking. Shaking. That's and scary, very huh? apologetic. She wasn't being, I'm sitting in here and you guys still got to pay. No, she was very apologetic, but she was not having it. Really? Yeah. I was like the this guy your, that's dressed as is Beetlejuice
1: job. isn't really Beetlejuice, you know that, this right? Is your jab. So anyway, these uh, these four friends were approached by somebody who they thought was a character who worked at the haunted house, and the unknown person then handed one of the women in the group a knife and said, "Well, here, stab him." And she thought, you know, she just play along. She thought the knife was a prop, so she stabbed her friend. And she only realized it was a real knife when there was blood on it. There was a hole in her friend's shirt and blood squirting from their left arm. The victim was taken to the hospital. He's going to be all right. Uh, the woman told cops, like, hey, I didn't, I didn't mean to hurt this yeah. guy. Obviously. And here's the creepy thing. The person who walked up to the group with the knife, still unknown.
3: Wow. Can't find him. Terrible. Scary. I mean, truly scary. That is, that is terrifying. Can't find him.
0: Smith, Silent Bob, from all those terrible James Silent Bob-type pictures, man. And you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Have you seen
1: the most recent picture of Kevin Smith? I have. He's under 200 pounds now. Yeah, he said for the first time since high school, he's under 200. He's 198. And what do you write? He goes, that's what a heart attack will do, motivate you. Yeah, heart attack's a great motivation. Yeah, because he almost died. I mean, he almost died. Yep. He's now uh, 198 pounds. That's insane. Crazy. Uh, Have you gotten your tickets for the ratio Eat Treat yet? It's happening on the 20th, so not this Saturday. The following Saturday at the Chesterfield Amphitheater. Get your tickets now, 1057 slash eat and treat. Tickets are five bucks for adults. Kids 11 and under are free. Proceeds benefit Maryville University's Kids Rock Cancer. Guys, it's been a while, but we got some wiener news. Wiener wiener, 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 wiener,
2: wiener, wiener, two wiener, winners, wiener. One wiener next to another wiener. Wiener, wiener, two wieners alongside yet another wiener. Wiener
1: party, wiener party, 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 wiener party.
4: Wiener's nice and soft, non-errect, wiener. All right,
1: thank you. <laughs> i'm talking about anthony Weiner, guys oh hey you hear Weiner's getting out you hear Weiner's getting out early looks like uh looks like anthony Weiner, former new york democratic representative set to be released from prison about three months earlier than initially scheduled Remember, back in, in May last year, he pleaded guilty to one charge of transferring obscene material to a minor, and this is all from him uh, communicating with a 15-year-old girl on social media. I mean, just some real creepster stuff.
3: Mm-hmm. I still can't get over the picture that he took with the kid in the bed. That, that is just...
1: That was the icing on the cake. That's yeah. what sent him to prison. I think there was actually icing in the picture, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jeff. Yeah, he was, like, sexting with a 15-year-old with his kid in the bed. Yeah. So he was sentenced to what was his nickname Carlos Danger. That's,
3: That's the best. <laughs> <laughs> Carlos Danger and 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 Michael Vicks is still my two favorite aliases. Michael Vick
1: was Ron Mexico. Ron Mexico. No, Ron, Mexico. Ron Mexico, Carlos Danger.
3: <laughs> that that sounds like a buddy cop movie. <laughs>
1: so he was sentenced to 21 months in federal prison and reported to prison on November 6th, 2017, and he is at a federal penitentiary in Massachusetts. His prison term of 21 months would have ended in August of 2019, and his new release date is now set for May of 2019. And the Bureau of Prison says his date was moved up for good conduct. Good conduct time earned. Okay. Boy, can you imagine being in being in prison
6: and, hey, you're getting out early in seven months or so, mm-hmm. but it's still seven months away? I guess uh. it's,
3: it's still early. Early is early. Yep. If there was a buddy cop movie between Ron Mexico and Carlos Danger, you know it'd be called Danger in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> he's Danger and he's Mexico. And they're cops. <laughs> and they're creepy. One straight-laced, creepy the other one's a rebel. <laughs> who's straight-laced and who's a rebel in that scenario? Ron Mexico and Carlos Danger. Oh, Danger's the, Danger's the one that, you know, Everybody else is in uniform, and he shows up in jeans and a leather jacket. What's up? I don't need a dress code. I'm just here to fight crime. The dress code (laughs) of the streets right here.
1: That's uh, Ron Mexico. in Mexico. Theme music. Uh, Here we go with uh, this nonsense again. A, A woman had to be escorted off a Frontier Airlines flight yesterday because of a squirrel. This was a flight from Orlando to Cleveland. And the woman got on the flight, said the squirrel was an emotional support animal. <laughs> and the airline said that, yeah, she did note on her reservation that she was bringing an emotional support animal with her, but didn't say it was a rodent. And Frontier said, this is their quote, rodents, including squirrels, are not allowed. So, of course, this woman pitched a fit and wouldn't get off the plane because she's selfish. Yes. And police were called in, and everybody had to deplane because of her and her selfishness. They had to deplane so they could deal with this woman. And eventually, they escorted her off the plane, took her to the main terminal, and the flight had to be rescheduled because Ooh. of her. Damn. Great, She sucks. Damn.
5: I'd be so pissed. You wow. suck. Wow. Talking
1: about changing a lot of people's lives. Oh, I would be so pissed.
5: Whew. Gotta check your
6: gerbil.
1: Mm-mm-mm. Yep. You gotta check your gerbil.
3: I mean, I mean, I, I honestly, I don't get... You ro- You rotten person. I don't get how you're going to, like... Okay, if it was a dog, I get somebody being like, wait a minute, why can't I have this dog? It's a squirrel. You know you can't have it on there. You know. This is somebody who needs to drive everywhere.
1: If I were Frontier, I would ban her from, from flying with them for life. And here's what makes
6: her even more of a piece of crap, is that she marked on the thing or whatever... Hey, I'm going to bring it up.
1: If it's a squirrel, say it's a squirrel. There might be questions. Of course, yes. But she's looking for a confrontation.
3: Nobody's Nutty away from me. This is my Nutty the Squirrel. Nobody's taking <laughs>
1: Nobody keeps me calm. Nobody. I, I pet Nutty. We need, we need each
3: other. Well, ma'am, if you're going to fly on this plane, you can't, can't bring a squirrel. This is not a squirrel. This I is can't my son.
5: fly without Nutty. Ever since I lost
3: my squeaky. <laughs> I can't fly without Nutty. My squeakers.
1: That's a horrible person. And she should be ashamed of herself. Yeah, she should. Her punishment should be, everybody on that flight should be able to throw lettuce at her. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Full heads. Iceberg. Don't take the bottom <laughs> no, from you, no, either. No, no way.
2: No, no,
1: no, no. <laughs> uh, there's nothing, uh, there's really nothing more obnoxious than a bunch of high school kids trick-or-treating on Halloween. I get that. Mm-hmm. But this seems like an extreme way to stop them, but there are a handful of towns where kids over 12 who go trick-or-treating can actually get arrested. And one of those towns is Chesapeake, Virginia. And they've got a statute that says anyone over 12 who goes trick-or-treating can be charged with a misdemeanor that carries up to a $100 fine and six months in jail. So, you know, if your teenager's planning to go trick-or-treating, you should probably go over the local city codes. First to make sure they don't wind up with a record. That's a true thing.
3: Wow. That's a, that's a little much. It's extreme. <laughs> How old are you? Thirteen. That's it. You're going Maybe to jail. Maybe we should go again with the lettuce punishment. There you go.
1: Uh, there's such a there's such a fine line between trying to make a, a make a joke and accidentally getting into uh, human trafficking. We tell Jeff that all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. There's a guy in London. His name is Dale. And over the weekend. He and his girlfriend, Kelly, were at a, a shop buying uh, horse riding accessories, and she used a horse whip to, to hit him on the butt. British people, am I right? Oh, I'm telling so you. So cheeky. <laughs> They're so cheeky. So to get his revenge, he pulled his own little prank. He listed her for sale on eBay, and the posting was obviously a joke, and he described her like a, like a used car with lines like, starts okay, but after a while, there's a constant whining noise that can't seem to stop. <laughs> And, quote, bodywork is fairly tidy, but close-up shows signs aware. Ooh. Well, somehow, he accidentally sparked a bidding war. And the price for Kelly got up to $119,000 before eBay pulled the ad. <laughs> <laughs> and they said it broke their policy against selling human body parts or remains. And Dale and Kelly say there aren't any hard feelings between them after the post, and Kelly says she may be looking to pull another prank for revenge, guys. I wonder what's next for these two. <laughs> I'm sure we'll find out, these wacky, crazy kids. I can't wait to find out. Uh, the Wall Street Journal reported yesterday that Sears has hired advisors to help the company prepare for a possible bankruptcy. I, I and,
3: thought this happened. And they said happened. they could
1: file as early as this week. Well, Sears has been losing money and then just closing stores, and they've been doing that for years. In part because of competition from, you know, a place like Amazon, but they haven't filed for bankruptcy yet. Although advisors have been working on a potential bankruptcy for a couple of weeks now, uh, Sears is considering other options, but they're closing the, they're closing the Chesterfield one.
3: I think uh, the one in Mid-Rivers is already closed, if not on, it, on the way to closed. Are they closing closed?
1: the Sears outlet in Fenton? Uh, not
6: that I, I know don't, I don't think of.
3: they, that was one I don't think that they said that they were going to close because so it's more like a warehouse, right? Or like a... like Den- Den- it's Dent- Scratch. Denton Scratch. Yeah, it's Denton
6: Scratch yeah. outlet, yeah.
3: That's, God, they have
6: fantastic stuff there. And it's massive. I should say massive. It's pretty big. I think it's pretty funny the amount, not funny, but it's odd in this arena the amount of stores that we could come up with and go, are, are one of those still around? Mm. Like, is there still a K- Kmart in the area?
1: Yeah, the Fenton Sears outlet, man, that's the jam.
6: Yep. I have a couple of, a couple of refrigerators from there, a couple of dishwashers from there, a couple of I mean, of if you're looking stoves for something cheap from there, a couple of microwaves from there.
1: Uh, support for legalizing marijuana continues to grow. And a Pew Research Center survey out the other day found that 62% of Americans are now in favor of legalization. Last I read, that was the number for Missouri, too. The, that's the highest percentage since study, the study began back in uh, 1969, and double what it was in 2000. The only age group now opposed to the legalization of marijuana are members of the silent generation. Those born between 1928 and 1945 was just 39%. In favor of legalization. But 54% of baby boomers, 63% of Gen Xers, and 74% of millennials back it. And as the silent generation's dying off, the number's gonna grow. In other demographic breakdowns, more men support legalization than women 68% to 56%. More white Americans support it than black Americans. to 56%. Just barely more Hispanics are opposed to legalization than favor it. 50% to 48%. 69% of Democrats are in favor of legalization. But more Republicans are opposed than support it. 51% to 45%. Do you guys
6: know anybody that wants to, as far as recreational, not medical, but wants to but won't do it because it's not legal? Like they're sitting here with their hands folded going, as soon as it's legal, I'm ready. They no. won't until... I know a handful of people like that. They will not
1: until it's, until it's legal? Yeah. You said it was 1926
5: and 1945? The Silent
1: Generation, yeah.
5: Was it like 1935 that Reefer Madness came out and all the cultural stigmas Was were... that 1935, Jeff? Uh, I don't really remember. <laughs> it was in the 30s. You saw that in the theater, right? I was right?
6: super high. Remember South when movies were a nickel?
5: It was like, it was like oh, right after... Oh, you and your talkies. <laughs> it was right after Prohibition. Because they kind of turn their sights on that and put all yeah. this cultural spin—I mean, all the stigma spin—into uh, into society. That's—I mean—that generation grew up being told by media, which was trustable at the at that time, that it was like the devil.
1: Well, the these are the uh, lettuce. These are uh, the people that vote every election. So when things get voted down, you could blame these people. Because they live to vote.
3: You know what, Jeff, now that I think about it, I have, I I know a couple people, I have a couple friends or at least, you know, associates that they have in the past, they don't now because of their job, Mm. but have said, once it becomes legal, I will again. You know what I'm saying? Like, because of their career, Mm. they cannot do it. But they said, as soon as it becomes legal, I will be doing it again.
1: By the way, in Missouri, today is the last day to register to vote if you want to vote in the November 6th elections. So today is the day. So do it. Go to that Secretary of State website. Get it done. Get it done. Yep. Also, you can see if you're already registered. All that stuff is on there. Go to the Secretary of State website. And yeah, any question will be answered. You can register right there.
2: That
5: was a year off. 1936. Anti-marijuana propaganda film, Reefer Madness, where a trio of drug dealers lead innocent teenagers to become addicted to reefer cigarettes by holding wild reefer.
2: parties. <laughs>
3: by holding wild, wild parties with jazz music. That's always, that's, that's, <laughs> jazz music. That's oh, always my favorite. Whenever, you know, old literature or old, like, ads, we like, Make sure your children aren't smoking marijuana cigarettes. That's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> that that and smoking drugs and smoking dope. Dope, yes. I, do you guys, you guys think it's cool to smoke dope? <laughs> it's right there in the name. Watch Dope. It. You're doing weed with your marijuana cigarettes. Hmm. I just went to the
6: uh, to the website that you said to, to make sure that I'm you know everything's cool, and I put my cursor on there to you know to put my name in, and you know how if you've been on it before it can autofill or whatever. Look what started to
5: autofill. What's that? Who? <laughs> oh. Heather Locklear. It didn't start. The whole thing went whoop autofill
6: immediately. I d- all I did was put my cursor there and hit enter. So with that, Heather where it Locklear
1: is. filled in. <laughs> To see if you're registered to vote.
5: He doesn't even have a letter up there. <laughs> it sure does say
3: Heather Locklear. <laughs> Why would that be? That's happening? your drop down for your work computer. Oh, it's
2: <laughs> dude. No, 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 no. Wait, no, did it no. do it to you too?
3: No, that's it's it's a search engine to search the whole site. Because I just clicked it, and for some reason it popped up Bayless Football. So, uh, uh,
1: <laughs> and finally, uh was just a Disney World. Yeah. Do you know how much
3: tickets are? Uh, no. I know they are very expensive. Very, very expensive.
1: Like if I, if I were to ask you how much to get into Disney World,
3: well, I was just at
5: Disneyland.
1: That it's different. Oh. Disneyland's expensive.
5: Yeah, it was a Disney hundred. Disney World uh, is pretty expensive too. I want to say like 115, 120 something bucks.
1: Whew. Wow! Yikes! so it, it 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 varies actually. Disney World already has pricing that varies by by time of year, either mm-hmm. regular value or peak. But now they're going further. With dynamic pricing, and will have admission costs that vary by day depending on demand, more similar to airline pricing. And the change goes into effect uh, in six days, with prices for a one-day ticket to range from 109 bucks to 129 bucks.
5: I could see that.
3: So, like 109 bucks no. would probably be on a Thursday or Friday. Yes, yeah, it's late. It's late season baseball uh, games. 109 bucks would be Thursday, Friday on a uh, in the fall.
1: So Disney said the pricing system change is designed to simplify booking, give guests what they call a, quote, enhanced way to buy tickets, and help people more easily plan their Disney vacations. But some people are like, this is way too complicated.
3: Dude, Friday, I'm telling you, Friday in the fall was the best day we had at Disney. Friday in the fall. And I'll tell you the reason. Because if you think about it, you know, you would think Friday is a busy day there. Nope. That's usually when people are leaving or coming. And in the fall, all the kids are at school, all the locals are at school. So, I mean, it was, we waited at most, any ride we wanted to go to, we waited 15 minutes. That was Mm it. Wow. That's great. There you go. It was incredible. It was
1: incredible. All right, that's your news brought to you by Travers Automotive and RV Group. Patrico's got your sports after the break. But I want to play this little piece of audio for you before we hit the break. Uh, Moon, do you you, uh, consider yourself uh, decent at uh, understanding Spanish? Uh, Or not at uh... all?
5: I don't know, sometimes, just depends. I
1: don't know, tell me what this is, if you could try to figure it out.
0: Le ha sobrado distancia, le van a servir. Tiene altura, tiene profundidad, va a llegar.
5: He said, Mr. Roboto. He said, I think it's Jose's birthday. Yes, it is. It's Jose's birthday. Happy no. birthday, Jose. It's Jose's birthday.
2: No way, Jose. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> was he yelling American Ninja Warrior over? No. Him? That was uh, the call when uh, Carolina Panthers kicker Graham Gano nailed a 63 yarder with one second left to beat the Giants on Sunday. Huh. So now that you hear it, you can hear kind of Gano.
3: Nothing about Mr. Roboto?
1: Nothing about yeah, Mr. Roboto. You
3: hear him say Graham Gano, but the way he says Graham is is not is Graham. It, is he yelling about cats because it's the Panthers? El Gato?
0: Le ha sobrado distancia, le van a servir. Tiene profundidad.
1: Sounds almost musical, doesn't it? It does. So you got to mash it up a little bit.
2: It's perfect. It is perfect. (laughs) (laughs) That's great.
3: Oh, are they saying that? I got to look that up now. They're saying that Gano might be, Gano in Spanish, might be win. Oh, my God, it's one. So, Gano is one in Spanish. So, it's Graham Gano that kicked the field goal that had them win the game. So, Mm. he's going, Panthers one, Gano, Gano. Hmm.
5: All right. Interesting.
3: That's funny.
1: Great call, though. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. God, the only thing better than epic, like an epic walk-off is if somebody in Spanish calling it.
2: Rosudo Show. So
1: we'll be talking to Ryan O'Reilly from your St. Louis Blues shortly. At right around uh, 10 or 15 minutes. Right now, Patrico with your
0: sports. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. Uh, don't screw this up, Fatty.
3: Sports brought to you by Hot Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill. Loving area locations, all the games, all the time. The Boston Red Sox beat the New York Yankees 4-3 to last night in the Bronx to win the best-of-five American League Division Series. Three games to one, and it came with a
0: little bit of Controversy. First and second, the 1-2, swung on, tap down to third, slowly hit, charging as Nunez, he fires the first, stretch, got him! What a play by Pierce, and the Red Sox have won the division series against the Yankees, they, however, they Aaron Boone move. might challenge this call. No, and boy. Pierce, with a long stretch, he uses his right arm to hold his body up, he stretches so far, he almost lays out, it looks like he's, I out. he's out. I think he's out. He is out. Was yeah.
3: he out? It was close, but he was out. Uh-huh. And I mean, as close as it can be without the tie going to the runner, he was out. Uh, but that's all she wrote, 3-1. to one. Well, Red of Sox, course you got to challenge that if it's, oh, it's oh, yeah. the last play. Red Sox will move on to play the Astros in the ALCS. Game 1 is Saturday. NLCS, that happens between the Brewers and the Dodgers. That gets underway on Friday. Well, Jeff was saying
1: during the break, man, the Astros— Watch out. They're on fire. They're, they're, I mean, stacked. And they thought
6: they were expecting to win 120 games this year. Like, they were like, we could break the record for the most wins in a season. Although Boston did come close. Right. And they are, damn. did you hear what their nickname is? What they're calling themselves instead of the Astros, it's the Showstros. Oh, like, clever. We're, we're big time That's now. clever. And we're okay. not getting any respect. That's clever.
3: Just go uh, win some games. We mentioned this briefly uh, earlier this morning. Uh, members of the Taylor family, which are the people behind Enterprise, and Jim Cavanaugh, who's behind uh, Worldwide Technology, they announced that they're going to lead the charge as an ownership group in an effort to bring Major League Soccer to St. Louis. Well, this looks good, guys. Yep. The group launched a website with the banner MLS for the Lou on uh, on the, the top of the page. That's their, like, slogan. Remember, MLS to STL. That's out. MLS for the Lou is now in. And they say, quote, our ownership group is 100% local and committed to St. Louis. Uh, The team would be a majority-owned female and uh, the overwhelmingly privately funded, no tax increment financing or city tax investment required. And we believe it is important to be upfront and specific. Now, what does MLS say? They say that they recently met with the Taylor family and Jim Cavanaugh, and they say that they are very impressed by their commitment to the MLS effort. We look forward to spending time with them in the future. Again, the stadium, $250 million, same spot in Union Station. Now it's pretty much you just got to execute go with your the, plan. It's
1: going to go the fudgery was, right?
3: Correct, yes. they,
1: <laughs> they
6: really want St. Louis. They're coming it. back yet again. Yep.
1: And so so they're up against who else? It's, it's Detroit. It's San Diego. San Diego. There's, there's a
3: bunch of teams. There's four altogether. It was Detroit, San Diego, St. Louis, and one other one I can't and think. Barnhart. Yes, you got it. (laughs) Uh, McClure South Berkeley High School. They got quite the surprise when their football team got a little surprise visit from Allen. Howard Brown has been the head coach for the past 15 years and makes a priority to change the lives of the kids at McClure South Berkeley. He uses his own money and resources to provide food, uniforms, uh, gear for his team. Many of his players even consider him a father figure. And someone wrote in a touching letter and Ellen read it on her show.
5: His players don't have much, and so Coach B uses his own money to provide food, uniforms, and gear for them. Many of his players don't have positive male role models and consider Coach B their father. Because of him, these kids are beating incredible
4: odds. Coach B doesn't just teach boys football. He teaches them life.
3: And then Ellen decided to change the lives of these kids and this football program.
5: There's
4: a new show coming to the CW called "All-American," uh, and it's about high school football, and it, it touches on a lot of these same themes. And uh, they were so inspired by your story they want to give your team25,000 dollars.) <throat> <clears throat>
3: Pretty awesome. It's nice. The video is really, really cool. I'll send a link of it to uh, Scott to put it up on the blog. Uh, Alex Spanos, the uh, owner of the NFL Los Angeles Chargers, he died at the age of ninety-five. Now he um, hasn't Good really been—he hasn't Good really run. been involved in the team um, since uh, nineteen ninety-four when he kind of turned things over to his son. And then in two thousand eight, it said that he was suffering from dementia. Alex so. Spanos—that's a—that's
1: a familiar name. Yeah, he he's was, been around forever. Oh yeah,
3: long time. He's been an owner since eighty-four. So. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars injury after injury after injury they signed an old school name to fill in running back Jamal Charles from oh, the wow. Kansas City Chiefs he's 31 and he basically uh, will sign after the uh, number three running back Corey Grant just went down with an injury last game and finally great great news Riz you were talking about how awesome it was to watch that Derrick Lewis fight, and he's the big dude who was losing the whole match.
1: He was losing the whole fight against a, Exhausted. Russian, a Russian gentleman with 13 seconds left. Of, or thereabouts. 17. Yes, yeah, 17 seconds left. So Knocked him out, knocked a Russian guy out.
3: For those of you who forgot, he's got a pretty sweet post-fight interview. Here's the first clip that kind of made its way around. He took off his pants right yeah. after the fight, and, and they asked why.
0: I'm here with the winner, Derrick Lewis. Derek, why'd you take your pants off? My balls was hot.
3: Okay. okay.
1: All
6: right. So that's it right
3: there. Uh, so now, after the fight, Joe Rogan
0: asked him, what about a title shot? You came into this fight the number two contender with that knockout. You're absolutely one of the top guys in line for a shot at the title next. So tell us what you think about that.
2: I need to sit my black ass down and do some more cardio. What you talking about right now? I ain't trying to fight for no title right now. I'm no gas tank right there.
3: So he's saying, I'm not ready to fight a title. I'm exhausted. I need more cardio. I'm done. He well, looked gassed. November, he's fighting Daniel Cormier for the title.
1: Was it November 3rd? Yeah. That's a quick turnaround.
3: Real short turnaround. Yep. So uh, we'll have to see. A lot of people are just saying that this is a tune-up fight. They're going to pay this guy a lot of money that was, to basically get in there and get beat up.
1: That was, I think, the most entertaining fight mm-hmm. of the night.
3: Yeah, it was exciting. Very exciting. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's really interesting there. Uh, but, again, if you want to see those videos, they're up on the blog. You can check it out. Uh, on Patrico, that's your sports, and boom goes the dynamite.
1: There is you know so. Headline Hoosh.
3: Brought to you by Moritz Roy, online, ninjabling.com.
1: All right, today's Headline Who's story comes to us from Louisville, Kentucky. So imagine becoming a fugitive because you're addicted to stealing mail. All right. Oh, no, not even, not, not even stealing mail. That'd be more classy. Because you're addicted to stealing small, ugly lawn ornaments. (laughs) There's a 44-year-old guy named Barton Bishop, and he was arrested back in July for stealing various things, including garden gnomes from people's yards. Okay. Dozens of garden gnomes. Pseudo Show. Traffic and weather. My fault. Got to finish the story here.
3: Dozens of garden gnomes. Dozens
1: of garden gnomes. My, My mistake here. There's a, there's a flurry of activity here in the studio, by the way, for uh, for I don't know what reason. Are we getting uh uh Ryan O'Reilly? What's the deal? Is uh what did you say? He's he's not answering his phone. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Athletes. He they already ghosted us. Great. Uh, all right. So Barton Bishop. He was arrested back in July for stealing uh various things, including garden gnomes from people's yards, dozens of them. Well, Barton was due in court a couple weeks ago to face 67 counts of receiving stolen property. 67 counts. Yeah, but he never showed up. So now there's a warrant out for his arrest. And the Louisville police are looking for help tracking this guy down. That's right, this man is on the run. A wanted man on the run, all over a bunch of gnomes. Oh, boy.
3: <laughs> I'll Excellent. send him a gnome trico, see if he Excellent likes Excellent
1: life choices. <laughs> and, Barton Bishop, you are today's headline, Who's? The Rizzuto Show Traffic and Weather. Now, time for Traffic and Weather. We having a hard time getting in touch with him.
5: Yeah, it wasn't. It, there was some issues, I think, with the with these phones here. That's but cool, then, man. Uh, well, I got some texts into him and left a message. We'll,
1: Whatever, whenever he wants, we'll connect. All good. If it's tomorrow, it's tomorrow. If it's today, it's great. We have other things to do, guys. We're cool.
0: The Point. So, what's happening?
3: (laughs) Let me know. We're trying to get answers and all we see is just hands and heads. We got got planes uh, coming uh, in, apparently.
6: Hey, Scott, come in here. Somebody
1: tell me what's going on. Are we doing crap on? Are we talking to Mr. O'Reilly?
5: All right, we figured it out. Remember last year when we talked to Carter and the year before talking to Chad and Kirk and there was so much uh, signal issues? Because, you know, they're in the belly of the beast down yeah. at the rink. Oh, down at Enterprise. Yeah, but he, uh, he got a hold of me and we, we got him on the line, guys. Got oh, him wait. on the line. Oh, you're, wait.
1: You're kidding. We got the guy? The guy? The guy, yeah. All right, that's not bad of an intro. All right. Not terrible. <laughs> hey, Mr. Ryan O'Reilly's hey! on the phone.
7: How's it going, guys?
1: <laughs> that was that. That wasn't our best effort. Let's play that again, just right, in case. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't love it, buddy. I mean, it's okay. It's, it's okay. It's all right. We could do better.
7: Hey, welcome oh, to okay. welcome to the Rich Show. Y'all, no, thanks, so thanks fun. having me.
6: There he is.
1: Mr. Ryan O'Reilly. Yeah. How about Star us
6: blowing up his phone first time around? Sorry about all the text messages. There may have been a dong pic there in, in there too. I'm sorry.
7: Oh gosh. Sorry about. Uh, yeah. There's not much service down here. It's been a bit of a scramble. Has, sorry
1: about that. Has Jeff been sending you dong pictures already? Stop it. <laughs> told you after week two. That's when that starts. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's stop the curse here. By the way, because every other blues player we've had has been uh, has been traded. <laughs> Uh, You know, the first time we had Kevin Shattenkirk, and I was doing great with the Rangers now, and, you know, Carter Hutton we had last year, great fella, now in Buffalo, and now I got Ryan (laughs) O'Reilly. Hope you enjoy your stay in St. Louis for the year.
7: Yeah, I I hope so, too.
1: (laughs) How are you adjusting? This is so much better than Buffalo, isn't it?
7: I love it. Yeah, it's it's been outstanding so far. The area, and again, like coming here on the road, you like you don't really you see the rink and then the hotel, and to actually get to see the different areas of you know the city and the group of guys here. It's uh, yeah, it's been outstanding so far. It, it, I, I love it here.
1: It's breathtaking, isn't it? You see the arch. That's how I do. When I first moved to St. Louis from uh, from New York myself. Wow, the arch is breathtaking. That's how I would describe it. No, but there's not much to do in Buffalo. Let's be let's be honest, Ryan.
7: Yeah, there's there's not a lot. Uh, <laughs> it's, still, it's still a good town, though. It's uh, you know I enjoyed my time there, but uh, yeah, no, I you know I like it here. I think a little less snow here too, which is mm-hmm. definitely a very very big positive.
1: It's Let's cool just that talk you- trash, so you never invited back. <laughs>
6: <laughs> okay, if they're trading him, it ain't going to be to Buffalo, that's for sure. It's kind of neat. It's kind of neat to come in as a visiting player and then you read about the city, but you can move here and see a lot of the crime firsthand. It's I'll really kind of nice.
1: He just got here. Oh. <laughs> uh, when when you were when you were told you were, you were going to St. Louis, you agreed to come to St. Louis. What it, what was the one thing
7: people told you
1: about coming to the
7: city? Um, well, they just said you're going to love it. And I say, um, you know, I was talking to, I think right after I got traded, to uh, Akwo, who's here for years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I played with him in Buffalo. He said, uh, first things like man, it, You know, you're going to love it. You're going to love it there. And sure enough, we did. But. Um, he said, "Not only a group of guys, but the city. It's just—it's an undercover city, and uh, you know—it it sure has been. I think it's—it, yeah. Like I kind of said before, like the different areas are—you know—you never really see them, and so it's so nice to actually, uh, you know, be here, get comfortable, and easier to get around. It's—it's uh, it's been awesome." Yeah. What have your thoughts
1: been so far? I mean, you've had a couple of preseason home games. You've had two regular season home games so far. Your thoughts about uh, the Blues fans?
7: They've been awesome. You know, those uh, the building's been electric both nights that we've been here, and you know that's it's nice to to be from that, and always playing against it, you 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 feel it, but actually to be here on the on the other side of it is is definitely nice, and it's uh, it's a great building. You know, I think you know just the buzz even before the season with Mm -hmm. them all, and. And now getting experience. And and I think once we kind of get rolling a bit here, it's going to be even better. It's it's been impressive. You know, I didn't know that. You know, I think a Midwest team, you never know what the fan base is going to be like, but definitely it's, uh, you know, above and beyond.
1: Oh, dude, they are into it here. And uh, the guy sitting to my left, Tony Patrico, is the guy that plays some of the music during the games. And uh, you were quoted as saying the music's been terrible so far this year.
3: <laughs> what an ass. <laughs> hey, hey,
1: that wasn't me. <laughs> Oh, no, I'm sorry. That was Bill O'Reilly who said that. Sorry. I, Not Ryan O'Reilly. I'm deleting
3: all Arkells off my playlist. to See,
1: yet, they're done. Oh, you're an Arkells
7: fan, too? I am. Oh,
1: you were in one yeah. of their videos, weren't you?
7: Uh, yeah, I did, like, a little promo thing with them. Uh, I went to one of their shows, and then they were playing in Buffalo, so they just, like, we just kind of, like, did a little riff of a song together and tried to promote it, so it was pretty cool.
1: Oh, so they're a Canadian band, huh? Yeah. <laughs> what, oh, yeah. what
7: does that mean? What
2: that? <laughs> no, no <they're, laughs>
1: Canadians stick together, that's what it is.
5: Yeah, they're, they're all friends. Oh, you're, you're from Canada? Do you know uh, uh, Justin? <laughs> hey,
1: listen, if I go on vacation, I, oh, my God, you live in St. Louis, do you know the Joneses? Yeah, okay, that's right, sure, right, yeah. one of those things. If you're in Canada, you go, do you know... The Arkells, yeah, I've been in the video.
6: But in that Arkells thing, he's 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 playing a guitar and singing his stuff, so he's got some skills. Oh, nice! Oh, you can play guitar.
7: Yeah, a little bit, not uh, not very, very well, but uh, I love doing it. I
1: just I just started learning myself.
7: <laughs> oh, nice! I got my first pedal yesterday. <laughs> oh, that's a big deal. Nice. Trust yeah, me. I, I haven't got into the electric yet. I've only kind of just been playing acoustics. Oh, trust me. A,
3: Ryan, when, we, yeah. when he comes in, when he comes into the office after uh, after he has guitar lessons, he goes, "Oh, guys, sorry that I didn't talk to you yesterday. So I was too busy shredding." Okay, <laughs> good stuff.
5: You uh, oh, awesome. guys can start a band.
3: Oh, you're not. Yeah, you want to start a band? <laughs> All right.
6: This is the first that date, man. This is the first date. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I already got the name. It's Thin Rizzy. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> We're looking for an acoustic guitar, guys. I guess, I guess we got I'm your one. guy. There we go. Uh first couple games of the season, how are the how are the kids doing? The young kids doing as far as adjusting to uh, life in the NHL? As far as a, as far as being a veteran goes, what are you seeing?
7: I think they're definitely elite like, you know, you look at the skill of them and the plays they're making, they're uh above their years for sure. Um it's nice too, obviously there's a lot of a lot of great kids and um you know, all of them I think are, you know, they show up, they work and you know, they're going to they're going to be dominant players in this league and might be right now, but you can tell like their, their skill level and the work ethic. They're definitely, uh, up there. That's awesome. Yeah. And they've got yeah. a lot
1: of playing time. They've got a lot of playing time, uh, so far this season.
7: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've done well with it. You know, I think it's a tough adjustment coming from that, but you know, they've all handled it very much. You know, I, I remember when I was kind of around that age and, you know, I'm, I'm impressed with the way they're, yeah, the way they handle themselves and, you know the stuff they do on the ice. It's uh, you know they're they're elite players. That's for sure.
1: What sage advice would you give those kids?
7: Ah, uh, gosh. You know I think the biggest things enjoy it. Yeah. You know I think it's just you know take take it all in. You know I remember when I was that age, and then I look now, and I just can't believe how many years I've played. So it's one of those things that you just kind of you, you know you don't enjoy it. You know, mm-hmm. keep learning, and you know, keep that beginner's mind, where you just kind of soak it all in, and every chance you can mm-hmm. try soak to get better. Up.
6: Just soak it up. Is it is it as a professional athlete who you you just go 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 and go and go and go to start the season? Then you have a game. There's a day off, and then another game. Then all of a sudden, you got five days off or whatever it is. Yeah. That's just got to it's got to play on you mentally.
7: Yeah, it uh, it's not fun. You know, you try to you play the first game, and you try to get into the season, and. You're, you, know, you play two games and you're just kind of sitting there and you're just waiting, and it's just kind of weird. Like you, you want the season to kind of start getting, you know, finding a rhythm, and it's just kind of weird to sit on it and, and wait. And you know, it'd probably be different if we had two wins. So it's it's one of those things. You know, you want to get out there and you want to get back and you know. You know, win a game and get going here. So it's. That's well, a, a great point. You know,
1: let's forget about the first two games. We forgot about those, already. Yeah, there already
6: what in happened in the past? You ball your eyes out and move on.
1: I'm thinking, eight, <laughs> I'm thinking, 80 and 0, right?
3: <laughs> For The rest of the year, yeah, that's a good, that's a good goal, that's a good yeah, goal. That's the
1: plan. I'm thinking 80 and 0, and listen, <laughs> tell the guys, put more pucks in the net. That's how you
7: win. Ah. I'll, I'll let them know. I'll talk to the coach about that. That's, that's have not heard that's that one a before Rich Show hot take. That's a hot take. I
6: apologize. I told them when we were gonna talk X's and O's and game plans, but have you
1: tried the toaster ravioli? We you wanna talk about that?
7: I have. It's delicious. Delicious, isn't it? It's a little too good though. I don't want to be having that too much, you know. I yeah. think it'll be I wanna to try to keep my weight pretty even and that uh Eating out a lot could be uh, could be a little dangerous.
1: Yeah, it's, it's tough in this city. <laughs> There's a lot of good restaurants. There is good food here. That's for sure. All right, Mr. Ryan O'Reilly, get to practice. Uh, I appreciate you taking the time, at least five minutes. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. thank, yeah. thank you, thanks, dude. Oh, guys,
7: my pleasure. Cool. Thanks for having me. Uh, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to be back on again. It, uh, no, appreciate
1: it. We're excited to have you. And next week we'll talk. We'll talk about the wins you guys have have had in the meantime. Last. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, that sounds great. All right, there I you think. go, Mr. Ryan O'Reilly. Everybody, yeah. thanks, everybody. I like him. Uh, me too. I like him. Seems like a very genuine dude. I could tell he was nervous to talk to Patrico, yeah,
6: so... Yeah, yeah.
3: Uh, what?
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told him he was here he said, the
3: Tony Patrico? Uh-huh. The
1: uh-huh. guy that plays the music in the arena? Oh, no way.
3: Yeah, I bet he did never say any of that. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's going to be good, man. I think he's going to be good all season long. I really do. Uh-huh. Really? He, he, he Another seems- guy
1: with a thick Canadian accent. All we needed.
3: <sighs> he, does, he does sound like uh, somebody that is like... Just, like, so thankful that he gets to do what he loves every yeah. day. You know, oh, I thought
2: you were going to say hockey that he's players, not in man. Buffalo.
3: <laughs> oh. That's the hockey players.
1: They are You see, cautious. look outside your window right now and see the sky. That's Buffalo 365. Yeah. Yep.
5: Oh, really? Yeah, and then imagine three feet of snow out there.
1: That's Buffalo 365. Awesome. Yuck. Nope.
5: <laughs> not talking about the people. People are great. People,
1: I'm, I'm sure. Fantastic.
5: People, I'm sure. Are fantastic.
1: <laughs> the Rizzuto
5: show. I've had some fun shows there. Yeah. They all great. say the same thing. Oh god, something to do. Thank God. <laughs> I don't even know your band. <laughs> Distract me for two hours, please. <laughs>
1: it's nice to do something. Oh, yeah. uh, the Bills aren't playing or the what is it, the Sabres? Sabres. Okay.
5: Aren't they awful this year? Sabres? No, they started besides that. I thought they. Carter Hutton made they were. already a,
1: a big time highlight.
5: Oh, I knew Hutton was doing well. I read a couple things on him. But... Well,
1: if he does good normally, the team does good. Because he's I... the one who stops the puck from going into the goal. Maybe, maybe it was like a preseason. The That's a hot tea.
2: Other pre-season team rejections. points Stop. that way. Huh?
6: Stop it. <laughs> the Sabres are three, two, and one. Oh. I'm sorry, two and one. All right, three games played, two and one.
1: That's two more wins that the Blues have. Oh, yeah,
5: good for them. Never mind then. And now, crap
1: on celebrities. All right, home stretch, folks. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities.
6: It's brought to you by Amco Ranger Termite and Pest Solutions, protecting people and property from pests for over fifty years. Haven't talked about R. Kelly in a while. How's he doing? He's not doing great. He's being sued by a Mississippi sheriff uh, for ruining his life plans. On uh, and, and he, he's going to be questioning this dude, uh, R. Kelly, in court lawsuit. And here's the thing. He says that R. Kelly has a running affair with his wife, and it's ruined his marriage. Kenny Bryant is this guy's name. He's going to depose Kelly in Mississippi sometime very soon, he says. He says the deposition will go down at his lawyer's office and will be, quote, continuing day to day until completed. Last year, Bryant sued R. Kelly, accusing him of carrying out an affair with his wife, ruining not only his marriage, but his entire life. Mississippi is one of those states that allows a R. person... R. Kelly doesn't
1: to, seem like a guy that would do that. No,
6: it really it's um, obviously a misunderstanding. But in Mississippi, that's one of the places you can sue another person for breaking up your marriage. Oh, wow. Yeah. So Bryant married uh, his wife in July of 2012 and says that uh, he says he knew she had a relationship with R. Kelly in the past before they got married, but was told it was over. He says the marriage was good until Kelly entered the picture again He says that Kelly is carrying out this affair with his wife for about five years now. And long story short is, uh, even though uh, he... (laughs) Brian says that uh, Kelly gave his wife... Is it uh, chlamydia? Is that how you pronounce that? Oh, boy. Chlamydia. During their affair... Uh, Brian says his wife even suggested they move to Georgia at one point to be closer to him. Brian agreed to move, but then says he was unable to find another job, and that left him financially ruined. So so
1: she said, let's move so we could be closer
6: to R. Kelly? To the guy that I no longer am having an affair with, but <laughs> I want to move. And he's like, okay. Yeah. He says every time the singer has a concert nearby, his wife would disappear to be with him. Brian says he did all he could to hold on to his marriage, but uh, it, uh, it wow. fell apart. Yeah, so... And R. Kelly oddly says this well, isn't a true. lot
1: of stupidity going along like going on in that
6: story yeah uh rapper <laughs> uh rapper TI just did an interview talked about the two times he's interviewed and in so su- are interviewed intervened in someone else's suicide attempt including a certain lead singer
1: well I heard about the one it was in Atlanta and a guy was gonna jump off a building and and TI like talked, him talked about this guy down
3: yeah. I it's, remember that one
1: do you remember who that was?
6: It was a singer? Was
1: a, I thought it was a random guy. For
6: one guy, I was just stepping outside on my balcony. I was about, about to uh, fire up a... Is it blunt? Is that how you pronounce that? Mm -hmm. Blunt. Blunt. Okay. I looked up and I went, oh, ish, it's a white man up there. He tried to get up and fell back down. Clearly, his leg was broken or something. He told the story about how he thought his girlfriend was cheating on him with his best friend, the guy that was going to commit suicide, said, this is why I'm doing this. He tried to jump from 14th floor. Oh. He says that it was at least six, possibly 14 floors up. It turns out it was Scott Stapp from Creed. Oh. Kept him from committing suicide, according to T.I.
1: T.I. saved Scott Stapp's life? Yeah, that's what he says.
3: Really? Weird connection.
6: He said he didn't even know it was Scott Stapp at the time. Why would T.I. know who Scott Stapp is? I don't see T.I. being a real big uh, Creed fan. Just because they're so different when it comes to their genre of music? Is that what it is?
1: Yeah. Okay.
6: Uh, The dream is over for everybody... Longtime James Bond executive producer Barbara Broccoli. It's broccoli. Broccoli? Is it
1: really broccoli? Yeah.
6: Oh, no. Seriously?
1: Yeah, it's Albert Broccoli and uh, the Broccoli family.
6: They're the ones who invented broccoli? No, they're James Bond. Okay. So, anyway, t- either way, everybody's been talking about how, hey, the next Bond could be a woman. She says, guess what? It's never going to be a woman. <laughs> he was written as a male, and I think he'll probably stay as a male. Let's just
3: create more female well, characters and make them I always that it was going to be Melissa
1: McCarthy. I guess not. Again, I, I did, the dream's I did, over.
3: I did notice that, like, you know, there's a lot of movies and stuff where they're like, well, why can't a woman play it? And, like, even the creators are coming out and saying, because I wrote this for a man. Like, yeah. I wrote this role for a man. And that's why with the whole James Bond thing, and everybody was like... I'm out on James Bond unless a woman does it. Well, I mean, there are some strong female characters in James Bond. Jamie Bond? I guess so. Jill Bond? Jane
6: Bond, right? I like it. Keep going. Joan Bond? Possibly uh-huh. the cousin. Anybody watch the cousin uh, <laughs> Joan Bond? Did anybody watch the uh, first episode of the redone uh, Last Man Standing? By chance, no. I heard it did very well in the ratings. Did it? That's what I was going to ask because I didn't see it anywhere and I was not a fan of it. I, I heard it did well. They're promoting it like crazy. That's yeah. for sure. I'm a fan of the old one and I still watch that in reruns. But I and I will give this another chance. But man, there, <sighs> Molly McCook made her debut as uh, Mandy, the new Mandy. She looks nothing. Well. She's the, super the tall. Daughter? Yeah, she's yeah, super tall. Day. She's blonde, and they and they say something about it. Like when she walks in the room for the first time, the guy that she's married to on the program goes, "Man, you look different." And she's like, "Yeah, I'm taller and I'm blonde." And and I'm this. so they they do it that way. But man, I just that's overall... why they did it on Roseanne, With, right.
3: the, with the Becky one, Becky. Yeah. I also do, uh, and I and I love this. I only seen this on the preview, but when they're you know Tim Allen's watching TV and they're watching some program, and he goes, "Oh my." I really enjoy this on this new network. <laughs> yeah, and, and then it's like yeah. he's doing it real in cheek. Uh, it's really funny, actually. Are you talking about during the promos or actually?
6: Yeah, they, actually, yeah. they do that in the show. They yeah, that, actually no, do that's that. What, that's in what I'm saying. The, it's a oh, is it part the show. Of the show. I
1: think okay, that's yeah. funny. Hey, what if uh, what if uh, a guy was to play Wonder Woman? Is it the same as uh, James Bond? There is a guy that plays Wonder Woman. His name is Superman.
3: No, they got different no. <laughs> powers, bro. They got different powers, bro. <laughs> different backstories. Yeah, that can't happen. But there is a Supergirl. Yeah, there is a super girl, it's yeah. a super dog. Mm-hmm. Then they're gonna call. Then oh, what, you know what? Wait for 2022 in theaters. Wonder There's man.
1: Man. now a lesbian uh, <laughs> Bat, Batman, right? Well, a Bat Bat girl, girl, Bat girl,
3: yeah, yeah. Uh, Ruby Rose, yeah.
1: yeah. I think she's going to be awesome in that. Have they you just, as I, I,
3: yeah, I said, they just put out the picture of yeah, her. It's a, costume. it's a
6: drawing, right? Yeah, it's draw a drawing whatever. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But it looks pretty cool. Yeah, it does. Uh, CBS
6: announced what we really need is a, a new uh, talent competition. It's a global alternative talent competition called The World's Best. And it's going to be Riz. I know you're going to be a huge fan because it's going to be hosted by James Corden. Uh, judges <laughs> for the U.S. arm of the talent competition are Drew Barrymore. When I think talent, I think her. Oh, Faith, wow. That's Faith Hill. And RuPaul. There will be 10 episodes in 2019. Seems a bit of a ripoff of America's Got Talent. But, you know, it's global. So people compete in in, uh, multiple fields to impress American judges. And then a paddle of 50 experts from around the world in order to advance through the competition globally.
1: Well, that's pretty good judges. RuPaul. Faith Hill and Drew Barrymore, okay, yep. I mean, random.
6: <laughs> Didn't see a start date on it, so. And uh, speaking of your love of uh, of James Corden and the Carpool Karaoke, the series, uh, second season of that on Apple TV is coming up, and I got some of the people that are going to be on it. You can see this on Apple TV app, the iPhone, the iPad, Apple TV, all that stuff. I don't know if you've ever met the man, but Jamie Foxx is going to be on it
1: mm-hmm. with his daughter. I don't know daughter. if you knew this or not. Uh, What's well, that? Tony and I were on Beaches Am. Oh, yeah. Seriously? Which is available on demand If you missed it We were the season finale
3: Oh wait they, So they already played that And to be honest with you Me and Jamie Foxx and, and Riz We're all real tight we're now bros. So. Oh that's awesome oh, yeah. Congratulations We talk all the time uh, Tyra Banks will
6: be on this uh, Jason Sudeikis Miss Piggy Quincy and Rashida Jones Time out well, Who? <laughs> Jason
3: Sudeikis No after that Tyler Quincy Banks. Jones? Did you say Miss Piggy? I did. The Muppet?
6: Yeah. Okay. There's a whole car full of all of them, and that's the J. I think it's the Jason Sudeikis one. It's, it's, there's a bunch of them. Matthew McConaughey and some really weird sunglasses. <laughs> uh, Snoop Dogg, Andy Samberg, and you may watch this one, Riz. Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, right. That'd be pretty uh, cool. Watch that. New episodes will air through December before taking a brief break and then coming back in the January there. So. When you feel like something is medically wrong, I think we've talked about this before where people have said don't go to WebMD and don't, just don't go to the internet and stuff like because it gives you bad advice, right? So how about just going to a reality TV series instead? TNT is yeah. working on a new reality show where a studio audience will help diagnose people's illnesses.
3: Oh, God. Well, that sounds
6: horrendous. On live TV. The show's called mm-hmm. MD Live. I wonder where they got that name. It'll have a, a panel of eight legitimate medical professionals trying to diagnose actual patients, but they'll also ask the live audience for feedback and solutions and support. And we're not talking just colds here, we're talking about people with, with legitimate issues, some oh, even life threatening. I would so watch that. I'm mm. in. I'm, I'm going to buy
3: tickets to go in the audience, and they're going to go, Well, I've started with a little bit of neck pain. Hippies!
1: You oh, got that's, no, that's not one. I'm gonna go watch live.
6: <laughs> All right, audience. What, what if the it's studio contagious? audience think? This uh, bubbly? It, yeah, today's oh, that, episode you, is
1: contagious.
3: Sir, did you say you got a bubble? Herpes. You got herpes. <laughs>
5: what about this black-looking oh, toil?
1: Nah, growing here. Oh. The plague. Uh, it's you? contagious. And congratulations, studio audience. Everybody's going home with the same thing. The <laughs> Yes. You get a boil. You get a boil. Guys, you
3: get a, a boil. We all got herpes. Uh, one
6: last
1: the take-home game. One last thing
6: here, and you talked about this earlier, but the uh, audio is in there of the scene of Meg Ryan in when Harry Matt Sally, and she's sitting in the restaurant, and they're discussing. It's Katz's Deli. Katz's Deli, and they're discussing the O. Remember the scene, and then Meg Ryan does this.
2: Oh God.
6: That's about all I could play. Yeah, Yeah. I know. So, and here's the funny thing. If that was your mom as the actress in that movie, in a million years would you be able to watch that movie and or that scene? Well, I mean, you know, she's acting. It'd be odd, but Megan Ryan's a really good actress. Let's say your mom's a really good actress. Her kid watches that?
1: Watches it for the first time
6: at the age of 26.
1: With it it'd, it'd be odd to watch it
6: with your mom. Yeah, that would be really... And he doesn't say whether or not he watched it with her, but he finally watched it for the first time because he himself is getting some acting gigs now. So he decided, hey, I'm going to go watch some of my mom's old movies. And he actually watched that one for the first time ever.
1: And he said... It was great. You see, a Dennis Quaid in the new. What is he's in these new commercials for? What is it? Some insurance? Like, it's not e-shurance. It may be e-shurance.
5: Dennis,
3: Dennis, crazy Quaid?
1: No, that's, No, that's Randy. Or oh that's yeah, Randy. Yeah, no, yeah, Dennis yeah, yeah, Quaid. Him up. The man
3: is not aged. e Yep, it's for e yeah, He
1: looks great. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he's had, his face is tight. But he looks good. Yeah, he says it, and it's because
6: he has a good public. The public loves him, so that's why I'm in this. And here's the sunset as
1: I'm walking yeah, away. Yeah, it's, it's a funny commercial. The Rikudo Show. All right, well, look who the cat dragged in, Donny Fandango, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hey, hey, hey.
3: Hey, the cat go?
1: Hey. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why I said that. Right. Just
3: not, like, that is not a good thing. I, I was just gonna say <laughs> no, was That's like, a I good thing. There, were, dead mice. there <laughs> I mean, were a big a bunch
6: of there was a big little family of cats around back. Remember that? <laughs> I mean, a couple weeks ago. Oh, have you was, seen those cats?
0: I think the, in they're in gone. the parking lot. Oh, the, yeah, the, the ones the, over there. We have they're had a conversation about these cats in my house. Because Learn from Keishi took pictures and and my Mary and Ava are like huge flipping cat people. Uh, you
1: don't want feral cats in and
6: the house. And so
0: they had the thing that they were going to rescue the cats. You don't, want and that the whole God, no, you don't want
6: that heat. I was pulling in here 3.05 or whatever it is one morning, and there was a lady out there with a cage. that had. It was Mary. It was Mary, yeah. <laughs> I would not be surprised, man. <laughs> I mean, she had a cage, and I, and I pulled up. I, I was like, hey. And then she goes, oh, I got them all but one.
1: something. So oh, I guess they're gone. Well,
0: obviously, I hope they're okay, but right. I just don't want them right. in, they're in house. Fine.
2: right
1: house. They're fine. Patrico aims his truck at them every, every time yeah every Which time
2: is, i'm surprised
1: it you guys really can keep is. spreading <laughs> those rumors but you guys are all jerks
0: what he goes that you better move one of my favorite things is when is when, to- <laughs> is when tony is legitimately frustrated by everyone else <laughs> so, like, don't is that look, now
3: is i mean right
0: now? it was a second ago yeah I well i
3: mean when you sit there and you go hey patrico's a cat killer okay cool no, we didn't say kill them. Them, them every single a time. Cat maimer. No, a cat mamer didn't draft. want to kill them. Yeah. <laughs> we had yeah, an understanding. all jerks! That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Donnie, your you thoughts
0: died. on uh, the rock and roll hall of fame uh, nominees? Uh, well, uh, I I think that. Uh, Rage Against the Machine should get in. Oh, you think it's their time? I, I I I do, and and it's very personal for me, but that's the best band that I've ever seen live. Period, okay. hands down, end of story. I think that even with a few records that they made, I think they made a huge impact. Um and I, I, I think they deserve it. But we've had the conversation too, and this whole thing gets me riled up, so I'm not gonna but like I thought Gene's addiction should already be in, and I thought But they're they, not even nominated again. I, I thought they should have been a first timer last year. I don't think Pearl Jam should have gotten in without Gene's addiction getting in first um but i understand that i'm i'm probably in the in the minority there what about like janet jackson or ll cool j i I think that those are i think those are i mean i think that those are really great artists but i just don't know that i think that they're hall of fame worthy at this point i i i don't i I, but i I think that um i don't know i I've, i've said it before i think that they've it should be a music hall of fame and not just kind of a rock and roll yep. hall of fame because it, it just, at this point, it just kind of doesn't make sense anymore. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, you can call uh, rap, you know, influenced by rock or whatever, but like, how is Janet Jackson uh, influenced by rock in I any way, shape or form, you know? I don't know. And believe me, I had Rhythm Nation 1814 and loved it, but I just don't think that she des- deserves to be there. All right. Just wanted your thoughts. I know
1: Patrico's pulling for craftwork.
2: Yep. <laughs> I don't even it's know what that case. is. <laughs> I thought Kraftwerk was a type German of
1: cheese. industrial for you. Good, 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 good. All I right, know. Donnie Fandango is <laughs> next. Kraftwerk is a kind of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz Moon. What do we got? Uh,
5: record 62% of Americans support marijuana legalization. Sears may be preparing for uh, for bankruptcy. A guy sells his girlfriend on eBay, and a woman's emotional support squirrel gets her removed from a frontier flight, which is why, or one reason, that the uh, the podcast and blog title is You Got to Check Your Gerbil. And we also mm-hmm. had Ryan O'Reilly on the show, so make sure you that? check out yeah, the podcast. Right. That's our new guy. The full blog, 1057thepoint.com slash Check Your Gerbil.
1: Okay. Thank you. Uh, tomorrow, John Patrico is here. Craig's says, Freak of the Week, three brand new ads for you. In fact, the final, the final new ads of the year. Uh, we're already there. We are there, Donnie. Woof. Yeah, we are there. Woof. <laughs> we are there. Guess who's
3: there? <laughs> we are.
1: <laughs> All of us collectively. All right. Uh, events to tell you about. Eat and Tree, don't forget about that. October 20th at the Chesterfield Amphitheater. That is one week from Saturday. Get your tickets, five bucks, benefits, Maryville University's Kids Rock Cancer, 1057thepoint.com, slash Treat. King Scott at the Darkness, uh, Friday, 7 o'clock down in Soulard. And Sunday, Patrico's watching football with you at DB's starting at noon. All right, we'll leave you with a selection from our team. Remember today, shouting out Karen Shanks one more time oh, for Belgium.
2: Yeah, oh.
1: And she wants to hear this little ditty from uh, these guys. And we will see you tomorrow on Dining next Bye. This is the Rizzuto
2: Show Podcast. Powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry.